you record as well, otherwise it's just silence on your end. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to unplug my mic, and Rob, you leave yours on, but take, Liam, I'm, I'm unplug. Gonna, don't unplug mine. I'll take my headphones off. You can, Yeah, you can take your headphones off. <laughs> we should be good to go. And I'll just turn it dead loud on mine. And something will happen, won't it, between all of those variables. There'll be some sort of result. Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode six. I remembered this time. I'm joined today again by Harold. Hello. And this time by two special guests. It's Rob. It's Rob. It's me. Hi. <laughs> and it's Liam. Hi, everyone. This is going to go well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking. Mm. Well, I've got my topics. You got your topics? Yeah. I only had one, really. Was that? How many were allowed? As, as many. many as... Uh, to the point where we just sort of can't take any more. Mm. I think that's that's the sort of... That's what we go with with the podcast, is we hit record, and then we hit stop when we just can't take it anymore. No. That's sort of... That's the rule. So, uh, yeah, I, Luke, what's your topics? I, well, I want to talk about uni, university, and its experiences... And I want to ask uh, who's been, who hasn't, why not, why yes, and was it awful? Also, I want to talk about interactive film. I know it's a bit late, but just had a just had a thought. I want to talk about interactive film. Do you want know Netflix? Interactive yeah. sort of things. Like, I want to know what the future is. What do you think? If, if there's any future in it. Load of crap. Well. <laughs> that answers that. We Just watch it. That sounds very great. Yeah, I've done a lot of the kids' ones. Kids like them. Captain Underpants, interactive Netflix film or TV show, whatever it is. It's supposed to be very good. Mm. I haven't he's, done it. He's done the Bear Grylls one. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that one. Uh, I was hoping I like that there'd him. just be an option for him to just go away. <laughs> yeah. Jump off a cliff or yeah. go home. The problem was my daughter was trying to be nice, like, oh, don't let him eat the cockroaches, just let him eat the ants. Oh, oh Just, no. yeah, as if that's the better option. Yeah, don't yeah. eat a cockroach. <laughs> an ant's much tastier. Mm. You had to do Gr- both, though. Grilled or fried bear? <laughs> bear. And what about that uh, bandersnatch? Wasn't there, like, something crazy, like a million combinations? I remember just getting frustrated by it. Like, I wanted to do certain things and I couldn't. And mm. I assumed it was like a game, but it's not. It's, Did you ever play a... that Hidden Agenda? That was a... Um, it was like game footage, but it was like played out like a movie and you had to make decisions. No. Is that like uh, Late Shift? Is that what that is? I think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing, but it's a similar thing. It's like a PS4 game. Cheap. Yeah, Late Shift is on PS4 as well. Uh-huh. But it, like, it was aired in the cinema. Ed. Shown in the cinema. <laughs> All casted in. They couldn't get a reel. Yeah. Do you think we could do an interactive podcast? Where they skip to a certain time mark? We don't... Mm. Uh, yeah, I reckon so. You, you can, I know that um, Podbean lets you do like a live podcast. Where once you sort of finished... I think you just sort of... It must record it in the cloud. Wherever mm. that is. And then... 
so you could have people listening in and they could tell you what to do, I suppose. But then it's just a live stream, isn't it? Like YouTube, where people are just shouting abuse at you in the mm. comments of, mm. get on with it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I think what I'm talking about is hyping narratives. So we'd have to do like a fictional podcast, wouldn't you? I suppose like a... You'd dramatize it. Um, big finish. It's only a matter of time. If you say it three times, it'll uh, happen. We don't talk about them here. No. <laughs> I've got those uh, Decide Your Destiny books in the loft. Those Doctor Who ones. Maybe we could go up now and have a look into the loft. <laughs> oh, wait. Drag everything Bring with Bring the you. laptop. Yep. Probably got enough battery. <laughs> it's worth a yeah, go, yeah, in it, at the it. end. Too many wires. <laughs> I like those books, though. I haven't read Doctor Who ones, but I know I've read you know, multiple choice ones. You read any book. That was your um, New Year's resolution. Was that? You read a book? No. <laughs> I read bits of books, but no, no, I haven't. Does I it count? Read... Does it count as a book if it says like, "Oh, skip to page sixty, skip to page 100 you're done"? If it's a um, no, pick your narrative. It's, it's like Bandersnatch. If you haven't, have you really seen it? If you haven't done all the choices. Mm. Mm. How many times have you watched Bandersnatch, Liam? No idea what the hell you're talking about. Neither have I. I'm just you, sit you recommended it to me. It's the um, oh, is that what it's Mirror called? Thing? I've forgotten the I've forgotten the title of it. Uh, well, <laughs> as I recommended it to you, yes, yes, I have. Just the ones? Yeah, Probably. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was good as a one-off, and the fact that uh, my choices ended with the Laurie Anderson song "Oh Superman," I thought I've made the right choices there, and I was happy and. That was it. Uh, see, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about, about Black Mirror or whatever that word was. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Do you, do you think we should give the listeners a multiple choice now? That's a good idea. I so can do that. It, so if you want to skip all this, go to the one hour mark. <laughs> there should be a, a red X at the top right. If you want to press that, it'll go. Yeah. It'll go then. <laughs> I wish we could do, you know, like how YouTube has little links that pop up in the middle of the video, like they say, oh, go to my Patreon yeah. now. now. We could have it, like, as it plays, like, if you're bored of this, go <laughs> and listen to this. and just send them to, like, I don't know, all the time and space or something. Just be yeah. done with it. You know, go oh, and check yeah. out this instead. <laughs> if you're bored. Big Trucks compilation on YouTube. Oh, or yeah. Crashes. Yeah. Straight over there. Bus racing. Truck crashes. Ooh, oh, yeah. Bus racing. It's slow, but it's heated. <laughs> mm. Um. So you've never seen Bandersnatch? I don't even know what it... What? It's an interact, you know, interactive film. It sounds film. like some sort of CBBC thing. I don't know. Well, Black Mirror is... Uh, uh, I think it's like a dark series. Is it does it feels like just from the fact that you've cut, you've said it's Dark Mirror and it's sort of like a dark series, yeah. Black Mirror, Dark Mirror, what was it? it it's like uh, the horrors of technology in the future. I bet it's there's it, loads of seasons of it as well. Yeah, it's like it's like um, dark concepts of like mm. I don't know, like looking through the dark mirror kind of thing. Mm. Like yeah, I see, so I think I'm, you'd uh, like it. You've never uh, seen it? No, I think you would like it. Is it on, is it a Netflix original? Uh, it never used to be, but it is now. I'm out. You're out. Yeah, that's it then. That's, that's it. it. It's all it takes. Yeah. Ah. Oh. By that man, mm. I forgot his name. I don't know who. Charlie Brooker. Uh, yes. Do you like Charlie Brooker? I don't Bo- know who Booker. that is. He's got curly hair. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I know. <him. laughs> 
Him. <laughs> I quite like Black Mirror. But yeah. I don't know, I'm not a big fan of these interactive things. I'm really not. If I want to interact, I will play a game. Mm. I'm not. Although, I'm, I'm, I, Netflix want to do more. And they have done more. They it works. Dirt. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure like 94% of the audience who watched Bandersnatch actually shows and watches the end. Yeah. This is impressive. I got to one ending. Well, eventually, I did. We did it a couple of times, and like some of the response, some of the like the outcomes, they were getting a bit meta. Like they knew it was a show or something, yeah. and then at the very end, it was this little kid who grew up, and then she was in like producing a show for Netflix, and she decided to make Bandersnatch for Netflix, and it was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's all I remember. I, I just remember a lot of crying, I think, and a lot of uh, programming. That's about it. Mm. I don't know. Oh, it's rated very highly though but I just mm. don't know they have done interactive things in the cinema where you like have an app or audience votes uh. and there's always one bastard who doesn't vote but <laughs> I, I just don't I don't see a future in it and I think yeah. cinema for a long time has tried to bridge the gap yeah. between video games and movies Doctor Who did it once on uh, Dimensions, in, ti- Dimensions oh, in Time God, there, yeah. there was a call in to um <laughs> There was two characters. Liam, you might know who they are. One of them was the guy at the bar who... Big Ron. Two... Big Ron? That's it, yes. Oh, Big oh, Ron. Yeah. It was like a two-second cameo. And it was like, who should it be? And there was a big call it was in. A big, uh, yeah, it was massive. So it was. I think it, that was the part of it which was uh, the Noel's, ha- Noel Edmonds' house party. Oh, uh, yeah, so you would ring in that. going, right, which of these two popular characters of from EastEnders will save... You know the day type thing. So it was Big Ron and some, some woman kid. character. I've forgotten her name now. Um, I don't. I don't think it was Big Ron who won. But oh, yeah, it was. It was this whole thing about you know you can call in and see which character appears in it, and then after all that big deal, it was like a two second thing of pushing the Rani into the Queen Vic and then running off, and then that was it. Yeah, had to be there. It was quite special. It's always like that's it. We had three D glasses on. Wow. Oh. Uh, how do we feel about Noel? Do we like Noel? I Edmonds. do I do for now, mm. like, until something comes out. But Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Because I'm the same. Some... We're waiting. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> hear anything. Waiting. I hide no hair of him for ages, and then no. he'll suddenly randomly come out with, here's this electronic device which cures <laughs> cancer, but they're not telling you. <laughs> All right, Noel, okay. And, and, and then you'll go quiet. He he got conned out of millions out from Did a he? phone. Uh, there was a, a cold caller phone call, I think, and I, no. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he gave them millions. And he was uh, he was skint, and he was like suicidal and ashamed to tell anyone. Oh my god! That's a bloody harrowing. I didn't know that. Is deal or no deal, Noel? I think they say Noel. It's the same Noel. Yeah, there's not two. Yeah, two of them. Flowery shirt, curly hair, yeah. goatee. Mm, big I remember smile. when they announced um, Deal or No Is Deal, he? I thought, like, oh, no, what a legend. Because <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was only a few years before, but to me it seemed like my childhood, like years ago. Is, is he's still alive. And, uh, yeah, he's still kicking. I always, I always used to hope for Neil, uh, Deal or No Deal for just Mr. Blobby to just come out and knock the boxes everywhere. Mm. And that, yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. Is it still on? Deal or no deal? No. Oh. Oh, why not? Because it was crap, probably. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was I, th- a- I think generally, if something's not on anymore, 
It's <laughs> not good. Yeah. I literally don't good. watch the telly anymore. Like I've neither, got. Oh, neither do I. Oh. Uh, well, I've got. We we'll pay. We must pay like ninety quid for the for the Virgin, and it hasn't been plugged in since before COVID, hey? hardly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just watch uh, all the stream stuff. Well, mm. the kids watch the telly all day, and then I get like a couple of hours at night, so I'll just put some put a movie on or something, or binge a, binge a show. But, See, I I wouldn't pay for anything. Bitbox. That's yeah. a proper streaming, though, isn't it? But. <laughs> I wouldn't even I wouldn't even really bother with that if my video player worked. It's just that it, no, it just eats videos. So that's the only reason I do Britbox. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't bother with Netflix. I think it's a waste of time, and it's like isn't it like fifteen quid a month? Mm. Netflix? No, it's yeah. like it's under a tenner. Oh, is yeah. it? Oh. I think there's the family pack. Oh, there's nothing it? on there. Oh, All actually, of their yeah. original stuff is terrible. It never used to be. Occasionally there'll be like one good thing every yeah. five years or something. Every five years. Well, you had House yeah. of Cards for the first two series, and then it just got a bit bonkers, and then we all found out about Kevin Spacey, and then yeah. okay, we, we don't talk about that anymore. And then one what are the original? What other original stuff yeah. has Netflix done? Orange New Black. Oh, see, I can't stand that. Oh, no, I like that. Oh, it's rubbish. Oh, no, it's up there for me. I quite like that. Dead, Str- Dead Stranger Things. Oh yes, I forgot no, about that. Yeah, I, I watched the first series. I thought it was quite decent. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was alright. And then I, watched, I started to watch the second series and just kind of got bored with it. I've uh, this this week I've watched uh, Inventing Anna because my wife was watching it. Oh, it's in the top top ten, isn't it? Top ten, number two oh. or something. Yeah. There you Apparently, that maybe Millie Bobby Brown out of uh, Stranger Things is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, apparently she's a yeah. Yeah, yeah. she did that Enola Holmes. That was a bit shy. It was uh, Henry Cavill. Oh uh, God. Was Sherlock Holmes and. Someone else. Wowee. Hmm. Is that still going? Probably it not. Was a mo- it was a movie, so... Oh, we watched a... We watched a Netflix original film. Yeah. Yesterday. We did. Do you want to... Uh, well, it, we, it, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. We'll get to okay. that. Okay. Uh, sorry, what were you saying about the... Which one? Uh... Uh, oh, the Nola Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Was, no, no, no. Not Anna, Anna, Anna. Anna. Inventing Anna. So That's the one. It's like, it's made by the woman who does Grey's Anatomy. So you'll see a couple of the actors from that pop up. Mm. But um, it's based on this um, kind of true story that was published in some magazine in America about this supposed German heiress who uh, kind of came to America and... Um, kind of said she had this money coming when she was at a certain age and she kind of conned all these uh, business people and got uh, this it was almost got like 40 million to open a nightclub but then uh, it's like highly dramatised so a lot of it's mm. like bullshit um, but it's kind of a true story and she ended up going to prison for like two years or something oh. is it like Catch Me If You Can it's not as cool I haven't seen that I know, I know what it is, but I've seen it. Well, I've never seen that. You have. I haven't. Really? I don't even know what it is. Tom Hanks. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio. I know what you mean, no, I but uh, I think it's a really good movie. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I watched that uh, Just Look Up with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Christ. I'm have you sorry. seen it? Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah. It's horrible. I'm it sorry was... if you like it, though, Rob. No, I, did, I didn't know it was going to be like so ridiculous. It's just crap. I couldn't finish it. 
And then the post. Have you done the post credit scene where they go to another planet? No. Oh my god! And they, <laughs> these alien ostriches um, eat them. Oh. I'm out. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Like some of them escape to a different planet. Yeah. And he's getting They're like, oh, we've got an escape ship. They get frozen yeah. and. It's just, Am I in what? a coma? What on earth is <laughs> this? Have you ever seen The Big Short? No. You ever seen Vice? No. Miami Vice? Yes. Miami Vice. <laughs> Phil Collins is in an episode, so of course I've seen Miami Vice. Oh, we're still going over topics before we actually discuss topics. Oh, we're just like... <laughs> what? Oh, no, we're in. We're in. We're in. We're, in. we're, we're deep in. We watched Texas Chainsaw. The new, the new one. one. Yeah, I saw him sticking his head out the cornfield or something, but I didn't actually watch it. Mm, there he is. Um, mm. Mm. Made by the same people who did Evil Dead, which I like. What, what do you mean, like, the the reboot, the, the movie? The re- not, the, not, the reboot not the original Evil, Evil Deads. No. Evil Dead no, 4. Not, that? not Sam Raimi. Yeah, not the, Sam just Raimi. The, the, just the remake. Just Evil Dead 2013, yeah. That was yeah. all right. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I quite like that. You watched the series? Ash vs. Evil uh, Dead. I've seen two. It's two seasons. Not yeah. anymore. It's really good. good. I really liked it. It's really good, yeah. So. Um, yeah, Texas Chainsaw. Shit. Don't mm. bother. Crap. I really didn't like it. No. No. <laughs> no. It's just crap. No one asked for it. I don't want it. Mm. It's awful. Also, I don't like the design of the the Mr. Man. The Texas Chainsaw Man. What if you're going to put skin on your... Yeah, that's the one. If you're gonna put skin on your face, you know, make it look good. Make it look good. That's what I'd say. That's what I'd say. Um, but yeah, what the? F- I can't see a future in interactive film, and they keep coming out. And I never want to watch them. What mm. is what's? Because I know Netflix is going into like they're gonna try and do like game streaming. I think. Mm. But what's? Well, do you that think might... of anything that you'd want to see is an interactive film. I don't know, like, it's a bit of a headache when you have to go through it to get, like, the final result. I don't I know. know. What is the definitive final result? I think you just sit down and watch a film because you just want a good story, a good narrative, yeah. I don't... But, mm. but then again, it's popular. Abandonstats is really popular. Yeah. Game streaming might be a way forward for them, because, like, um, all this... Um, is it cloud gaming where the, the actual game's processed on a server so really yeah. you're you're just streaming the video to you and inputting the controls to the server yeah. which is like means you don't have to spend much on a, a high-end computer you can just kind of yeah pay for the stream and i think that might be a way forward like netflix might merge or something like I, that i could see him doing like m- mobile games and stuff like that not like mm. big triple a games mm. just because i don't think people got the bandwidth up for it yeah no, i, I think I don't think they'll do away with discs for a long time because there's like, like different countries that, like you say, don't have the bandwidth or just can't, um, can't stream stuff. No. Yeah. No chance. So f- physical media is like staying for a little while, I think. So what was your topic, Harold? We just talked about it. Was it the film? Ah, uh, the reboot. Oh, t- yeah. Oh yeah, reboots and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've got the reboots. Why? What about um, Halloween? I haven't seen the new two Halloweens. No. But I mean, I know like, let's try and name them all. And there's like, it branches off probably into a bit of like a weird headache multiverse because you got Halloween, then Halloween two, 
Then you had Halloween 3, which was separate to them all. Then you had Halloween 4, 5, and 6, following on from 2. Then you had Halloween 7 and 8 that ignored 4, 5, and 6, and followed on from 2. Then you had 9 and 10, that was a complete (laughs) reboot. Now you've got 10, 11, and 12, which ignores 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, follows on from 1. And Jamie Lee Curtis, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator, just keeps coming back for the reboots. Why? Why? I I don't want reboots. So, um, there's some things I do want a reboot of. Some things I don't. And adaptations I don't want either. Mm. I think... Oh, uh, what, what? What's your thought? I just it never works. But any reboots? Not that I've seen, anyway. Mm. What? What about continuations? Because um, mm. I, I want to bring up Batman of that. All right, because we've got um, this year like some weird things happening. So we've got Robert Pattinson is the new the, Batman. The Batman. The, he's the Batman. <laughs> um, but also this year. We've still got Ben Affleck coming out in a film in the really? Flash. Yeah, because in the Flash you've got Ben Affleck as the current Batman. Oh, is that um, film still coming out? Yeah, in the Flash, the trailer's out, and Michael Keaton's in is... it, returning as Batman. So this year right. we've got Michael Keaton's in two films. He's in the Flash, and he's in Batgirl. <laughs> ben Affleck's in one film. Robert Pattinson's in a film. So it's like we've got three Batman on the go. Damn right. You're right yeah. with that. So many. I think that's it's a tricky thing. That it's not like Marvel, mm. where like Batman's seen a lot of actors play him a lot. Yeah. Where there's only been really one Iron Man, if you don't count like the Avengers film from like the sixties, yeah. whatever it was. Like there's been mm. a lot. Yeah. And it's been so. There's just so much lore you can choose from. There isn't with Marvel as well, but yeah. Probably so no, no coincidence they're doing like um, doing multiverse at the same time as Marvel, aren't they? That's what Flash is doing. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Flash, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is Flash played by the same guy? Is it, uh, that, in, yeah, uh, that Ezra Miller. Talk about Kevin. We need, we need to talk about Kevin, the guy from that. I don't know Kevin. Kevin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Kevin, but I don't know his actor's name. The actor? That Ezra yeah. Miller? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He was also in The Flash. Um, he met that Grant Gustin from The Flash TV show. He's watched Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, I know about this shit. Can yeah, we just leave it? It is shit. Can yeah. we just start? I don't want him to start again, but I kind of do. I'll just leave it. Just leave it for a few years. We're done now. Just leave yeah. it. Yeah, they're all right with the DCs. All right in games. Let's leave it there. Yeah. But are you excited for anything to do with Marvel? Yeah, kind of always. I. I know. What you used aren't really asked, are you? I particularly. I, Oh no, Harold and no. no. Mm. <laughs> well, well, you must have seen an adaptation, or reboot, or something like that, or continuation that you thought, oh, right. no, you must have, no, nothing, no. So it's the original, or oh, what about John Carpenter does the thing? There's an exception. Yeah, we were talking about that last week. Oh, is it, what it was? It's a prequel, isn't it? The new one. Well, newest the, one. The new ones, yeah, the one that did a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. That's a prequel. Also called The Thing. What do you yeah. think about calling 
semi-reboot sequels as the same title. Like Scream. Like Scream and Scream, the yeah. thing, the thing. I don't think Scream should have done it, because, I mean, it was a... I thought I didn't have to watch any of these others. I thought it was a reboot, but it wasn't. It was a full-on continuation. Mm. I didn't like that. But they're very meta about it, but I don't think... It, it, I still don't like it. Yeah. Um. I just, just why? Just why? It's called something else. Like, the, the, um, what, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I suppose it's not a problem anymore, though. You don't get grannies going to Tesco getting, you know, Texas Chainsaw for the kids. Like, you know, like, which one do I get? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Hmm. You don't like uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still remake, do you? No, because it's, it's terrible. The what? The Day the Earth Stood Still, the remake with Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, oh, God. Shite. Mm. Is the end... What? Am I thinking of the same... The end of that is when they go to, like... Isn't it insinuated that it's Adam and Eve at the end? And starting a new world? No. That's a different film. I think it's got Nicky Cage in that one. Yeah, it's a different film. Do you like Nicky look- Cage? No. Okay. <laughs> Look like at the worst Cage? reboots. Um... Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things that go. He's he's not. He's very much a Marmite actor. He's he's had a very interesting career because when you look really? at his earlier stuff, you know, you got you would, you know, really good actor with decent movies. You know, he was in a movie called Birdie, and then he was in uh, Wild at Heart by David oh, Lynch. I love that uh, one. Uh, yeah, and then um, and then he's gone down this completely bonkers route where now and again he might do. Like I know that I haven't seen it, but there was a movie that that came out I think last year called Pig. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet, but it's rated really well. Isn't he trying to find his lost pig? That's the one, and you just go that just, that just sounds like a, a really stupid film, mm. but actually it's meant to be a really good, interesting drama. So quite, you know, he's done a, an art sort of like an art film, and mm. a lot of people seem to respect that. And then because uh, I was at the cinema this week. Um, and there was a trailer for a Nicholas. Uh, it's it's like a comedy. I've forgotten the life of me what it's called. Comes out next month in April, and um, Nicholas Cage plays Nicholas Cage. Brilliant. And, and um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes, it may be that Sorry. one. Brilliant. So judging off the trailer, what it is is that so Nicholas Cage, the, there's a there's a a gangster who's a massive fan of his, and for about a million pounds, wants to basically meet him. And then they meet, and then it turns into this caper film. Yeah, that's the one, Rob. Yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Was that the poster for The Master? Have you seen The Master? I love The Master. I want to see that, though. I'm in. I'm all in Nicky Cage. I'm in. (laughs) Any film, any time. Apart from USS something, something, Indianapolis. What about National Treasure? Yeah, thumbs up from me. Why not? Yeah, I just yeah. think they're decent, entertaining movies. Yeah. There's Why nothing not? wrong with them. I want a no. third one. There's a series uh, coming out. No. Oh, yeah. you, you'll no, not see it. those Disney it... Plus. Oh no, we're all right. That was, that was supposed to come out ages ago, wasn't it? Yeah, well, well, it's I been in it's development it's for ages. Happening, it's happening now. No, thank you. What's your favorite Nicky Cage film? Uh, what well, either of you, Liam? Oh, that's tricky. I mean, the thing is, I haven't seen. I, I've got to be honest. I haven't seen an awful lot of his stuff. I think there's so much. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think anyone has. I mean, his work is prolific. Probably only matched by um, Bruce Willis. Although the stuff he's been mm. in recently is absolute schlock. Is he still 
doing. Yeah, yeah. But he, he does those things. Where, um, all I can think of is like Expendables or New Die Hard. No, no like a lot of streaming is. movies. You know, what would once oh. have been director video. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Director streaming. <gasps> That's a good point. Is that, is that what's replacing director video then? It's streaming. I guess so, but that's it's it like the borders between the two are blurring because like straight to streaming videos, movies rather are are like some of them are like cinematic, like quality films, aren't they? Yeah, especially now that someone meant to go to cinema and they're just getting like sent to streaming as an exclusive. But like, like probably like Disney and Netflix are making like straight to streaming videos that are like. um, that could have been at the cinema, you know, you don't get, like, cheap movies. Mm. Well, they used to be quite nice about it in Tesco. They used to give them, like, really shitty covers, so you knew, oh, yeah, that's the crap one. They're the good films, they're the bad ones. Mm. But you'd never know on streaming. Well, I think you can buy some of the posters. So, if you you know, if it just looks like a, a quick slapdash job on a, on you know, with Photoshop or something, and mm. then Bruce Willis on a side view looking a bit blue or green, depending on the colour scheme that they want to go with, uh, then you go, yeah, that's like crap. Yeah. yeah. Help um, going down. I will have it. But I think, I think because Netflix had this thing of going their original content. Originally, it was TV series, and then they were going down the original uh, film route. Um, there was a sort of prestige element of it, if you like. But now that they're churning out an awful lot of the, you know, I think it's, um, I think it's obviously going to affect their reputation of being a streaming service. Whereas I but think with there, Disney. Yeah. With Disney Plus, I think you know because Disney's this massive brand, and they've got to, you know, kind of stick with that. Yeah. Um, there'll be a certain level of quality, if you like. I mean, if you know what I mean, you can. Yeah. Go, I... uh, you can go. Oh well, I'm not keen on on this particular thing, but you know that by and large they're trying to make, you know, something decent. Yeah. They've just done like the new Home Alone film. Ah, I Shite. saw that. Shite. Oh, great. It yeah. was great. It's awesome. You, so you you were probably brought up on like Home Alone three. So uh, four. Used to, used four to is the my favourite. Four. <laughs> I love four. God, the shit, aren't they? I think it's the first film where like I sympathised wholly with the the villains in in the New Home Alone. Like, I hate the yeah, yeah. I hate the kid. The I. Oh, I think they're trying to return something to him that they accidentally stole, and the kid won't let them. And keeps terrorizing them, almost killing them. It's a horrible film. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> that reminds me that um, there was a remake of The Omen, which I think it was, which came out in two thousand and six, and it was released mm. on the sixth of the sixth, so six six six. And I thought, oh, nice. I think what they've done is there's a marketing possibility there. Let's just remake it on that basis. Get out. So, you know, the the original is like a horror classic, and mm. I, I like it. I went to the cinema to see that remake, and it was just or. They tried to do the uh, the original for beat for beat, but the only the only the really why thing, I don't get it. And the only thing that seemed to be quite new was that there's a scene where the uh, the kid is playing the PlayStation Two, and that's the only thing Whoa. that kind of modernizes the film. So modern, but, yeah, <laughs> it was at the time. But um, in the original, the kid that they got to play Damien, I mean, I honestly believe that they managed to find the Antichrist and cast hey, a little him. Bastard, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bastard. <laughs> where Isn't is it? Oh. So go on. No, no. Whereas in the remake, they've just got this brat, and you're just going. If you're clipping the clip around the ear, you'll be fine. And you know that was. And they they got um, oh, what's his name? Something Postlewaite. Anyway, the, 
um, they got uh, this actor to play the priest, which Patrick Troughton played in the original. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Who played the priest? Yeah, um, something possible. I've forgotten his first name now. But, you know, when when Patrick Troughton is telling the whole story in the original, he's going, his mother was a jackal. You go, my God. In the remake, when he says that, just going, its mother was a jackal, I just howled with laughter. I just couldn't. It didn't have that gravitas that it needed. It was a bit ridiculous. Well, so they reused the same line as well? Mm-hmm. Why do it then? I need Dark Trouton, so what's the point? Yeah, and because I know that I haven't seen it. Well, I've, I've seen Psycho, and then in the 80s, I know that they did a remake Ooh, of... One. Yeah, they the did nine, a remake of Psycho one? for... Uh, the, it was basically a, a, scree- um, a shot-by-shot remake yeah. of the original film, but they just did it in colour. Hmm. Just just put the old one in colour if you want to do that. It'd look probably shit, but... It's not supposed to be in colour, though. It was never supposed to be in colour. Yeah. They could have done... Hitchcock could have done it in colour, and he chose not to. Yeah. yeah. We did get them um, Psycho 2 and 3. I remember 3 was in colour. Was 2? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah. They were just a bit funny. I like. I always like the fourth one in a series. I, I find that's all my, always my favorite because the second one they try and of all uh, franchises. Yeah, like they try and uh, do a better, like do better this time than the first one. Yeah, the <laughs> third one it's like right. Well, we'll just try it a completely different direction. That didn't work. So the fourth one is more like a parody of itself, and it's always shit. Rocky's a great example of that. I mean, I, I really like them. the second one, but it is pretty much a remake of the first one with just some satire thrown in, but that's why I quite like it. And obviously they changed the ending. But I think that's one case where a sequel's quite good. Mm. Rocky 3 I'm not a fan of. But Rocky 4 is just absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Uh, and, you know, yeah. Rocky stops the Cold War. It's just fantastic. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I Came out in 1985. And uh, there's a um so then Rocky has to fight um, Drago in Russia. Uh, and so there's, you know, obviously Rocky wins, but then at the end he gives this big speech about, you know, we're not so different, you and I, type oh, thing. Wow. Then punches a nuke. <laughs> no, wow. And then everyone, no, all, the, all, the, uh, all the Russians just, like, start clapping their hands and then all the, all the Soviet leaders just kind of go, look at each other. <laughs> then they, they stand up and start clapping and Brilliant. then it's official. The Cold War ended mm. with Rocky IV. Thanks, Rocky. And everyone made daisy chains and went home on the bus. Amazing. <laughs> you like The Omen, don't you, Harold? I like the original, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it in ages. Yeah. Yeah, last time yeah. I watched it was here. It was ages ago, though. I'd love to see that again. I love gritty old things like that. Old films. Mm. Like, uh, Rosemary's Baby I want to see again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Damn. But uh, I think that's like, and of course that famous scene of you know what what have you done to its eyes? Yeah, and you don't see it, but you don't need to. It's just through the dialogue and the acting, um, God, and it's, it's creepy as hell. That bit yeah. always sticks with me. Yeah, that's very good. I wonder why they don't do that so much anymore. They do sometimes, but like that air of mystery and just leaving it, just leave it to the imagination. Yeah, I don't see that much nowadays. I always blame it on CGI, but I mean, it costs money. And it's time consuming to do. So I never understood why they would choose as you see. You know, if they're going to have to show a monster or something like that in a horror film. I don't know, CGI. I think, I think oh, what is, oh, what's it called? Is it The Forest or something? Well, it was a British film where like a, a bunch of friends a few years ago came out. 
and they just go into the forest and it turns out there's like a, a weird like witch cult and there's a monster there but then they show the monster and I, oh you just didn't think a film like that would do it and it, it just pulls you right out of it and he's like oh yeah like shit mm. the tension was there but it's gone yeah, if you're going to have a monster movie, it better be a damn impressive monster. I mean, Alien yeah. obviously works because of Giga's impressive design. Mm-hmm. And Deceased Lightning as well. Hide it, shadow it, leave it as much imagination as you can. And a film that didn't do that, but it was still great because I think it had that. It showed the monster, but that itself wasn't the actual monster. The thing inside was even worse than you could imagine. Mm. That was The Exorcist. I love The Exorcist. The original. God, it's great. Mm. We all seen The Exorcist. Not for a long time. Oh, it's great. That's I liked it. Uh, I've read some stories of people um, who went to see the original Alien, and then tr- after seeing it, trying to draw the Alien, and people drawing it like so differently because it was like oh, all, cool. all all in their imagination. That is cool. I never realized that the, the Alien had like you could see. I don't know if it was in Alien One, maybe Alien. Well, maybe it was, but you could see like the human skull, mm. um, just like the top of its head see through. It was like see through. They yeah. tried. They tried to keep that with um, James Cameron's aliens, but um, they had a problem. They were making all these fiberglass heads, and the the domes were cracking. So as oh, a compromise, the the they made out like, the bridge, in the head. There's so, so many of them as yeah. well. There's mm. a right problem. Yeah. Actually, aliens probably benefits that you do see more of it because it's in a in a totally different way. It's just cool. It's like just monster action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's proper MPM guns out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like James. Although it's I love Titanic, but I'm not really a big fan. James Cameron, Ridley Scott, and Steven Spielberg are way down for me. Right down there, not a fan. Yeah. No. The only good film Ridley Scott made was Alien and Black Hawk Down, and the other two. All the rest, I don't think, are worth watching. Like mm. uh, Moses, that Moses film. <laughs> I hated Rah. that film. Oh, it's shite, wasn't it? I came out of that cinema with, with, with. I, yeah, I hated that film, and I thought it's one of the most miscast movies ever. And I know this was controversial at the time uh, because it was like, right, okay, you've got this movie that's set in Egypt. You haven't got one Egyptian actor in any mm. of these roles. You've got all these big-name Hollywood actors. What are you doing, Ridley Scott? To which Ridley Scott replied, well, I need bums on seats, and all these big names will guarantee that. I mean, he got us in there. Mm. He got us that's, in there. That's the thing about Ridley Scott. He's, he's, he, admittedly, his approach to filmmaking, it's economical, uh, not mm. like as a craft. It's, he's kind of like very open about that. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I do appreciate that, but at the end of the day, Ridley, you're not a producer. Mm. Although you, I mean, you could, be. yeah. And the, but the thing is, uh, you know, his name has cachet, so he could have cast that, that movie incredibly well. I mean, you know, the new Ridley Scott movie, and that would have mm-hmm. that would have still worked. That would have been part of the marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, his recent movie, The Last Jewel, which I saw at the cinema, I did like that. I think that's a. W- I think that's on Netflix or Disney or yeah. somewhere now. Is, is that got um? What's his face? The guy out of Taken. Completely forgot his name. Taken. Yeah. I will find you. Liam Neeson. That's the one. Is it with him in it? No, no, Liam Neeson's not in it. <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. I know. It, uh, no, it's got uh, it's got um, Byro Pen in it. Out of Star Wars. Byro Pen. Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, yeah yes, yeah. he's in he's it. He's in it. That one. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Um, so I think that's worth seeing. And I would include, because I quite like Blade Runner, you know, in the list of Ridley Scott movies worth seeing. Haven't seen the, the new one? I prefer the new one, I think. I thought the original was eye candy for its time. And the new one's even more eye candy. I'm like, oh, I'm in. I, didn't, I don't know. I just really much like the first one. I, I love how he based the aesthetics of Blade Runner on South Shields, Liam. Yeah, well, only a bit of the movie, not the whole thing. <laughs> Let's not miss say- South Shields. Just the beginning bit, you know, that yeah. opening shot and you've got the, the flames coming up from, so it looks a bit mm. industrial. That yeah, yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's funny because we, Ridley Scott's from the northeast, which you don't really think about that often. Because um, like, I think, like, the house he lived in it's like 15 minutes drive from me. The guy who directed Alien vs. Predator, his house was like 8 minutes drive from me. It's all like <laughs> some weird all connection. popping off. <laughs> the best thing Ridley Scott ever did was the Warpedons. No, is it Hovis? Anyway, that bread effort that he did, that was the best thing ever. Oh, where the kids like walking... Up the hill in the back. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. Like that one. yeah. Very did simple. A lot, did a lot of adverts, really well. didn't he? That's how he started off. Yeah. And then what was his brother's name? Riley Scott. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't know he had a brother. Yeah, yeah, he did uh, Top Gun. Ah. The film I've never seen. Are we excited for the new one? Not really. I no, saw the trailer. No, no, no. Of it. It's funny. The, the trailer's a bit weird because it's uh, it expects you to know what Top Gun is. Uh, so, um, you know, you've got all these shots of Tom Cruise and the... the um, in the in the jets and everything like that it doesn't actually come up that it's top gear top gear top gun 2 or whatever they've called it that's it uh, it just it just expects you to know what top gun is i've never seen it it's a, it's a cool icon though i don't know what it is yeah you know, old tom cruise is in it and that's about it was it wait is it was it wasn't made for that film was it yeah 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 is it really uh-huh. So I never knew that. Wait, have you seen Top Gun? Yeah. Do you like it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, should we go on to a different topic now? Who we're gonna pick, Liam? Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about Pink Floyd. Mm. Just cause. No idea. No idea. I'm out. Just cause. Who can convince you? Podcast. 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 Do you like them? Uh, yes. But? <laughs> uh, I've sort of become a bit allergic to Pink Floyd. Um, yeah. Is this going to be a bit of a toxic conversation? Because I was going to bring up the issue of cyclists on the roads, but I thought that that's a bit divisive. Oh, I'll not bring that up. Less of an but issue, maybe, maybe, maybe this is worse. Oh no, cyclists is a good one. We'll get to there. Um, yeah, I like Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, I like Pink Floyd. Yeah, but I mean, you're saying you find them something's off putting you a bit. What? Uh, oh, are you are you googling Pink Floyd, Lou? No. No. Um. Yeah, I, I do like Pink Floyd. The only issue that I've got with them is not because of them; it's because of me, really. But um, yeah, I think "Wish You Wish You Were Here" is a masterpiece. "Dark Side of the Moon" is a masterpiece. 
and all of the early Sid Barrett stuff, like see Emily play, all that stuff is just great. I think once Roger Waters left, I think they sort of became a bit more of more like sort of David Gilmore's solo stuff. But yeah, I think they're great. Because I, um, I got into them when I was about 13, 14, and that was through the song Arnold Lane. So, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. so I got into them initially through the Sid Barrett era. And then I was, I mean, Rob might remember this, I became quite obsessional with them. Mm. Um, to the point where I would listen to other stuff, but people thought that I just listened to nothing but Pink Floyd and maybe the Beatles. Mm. Um, and I listened to them an awful lot. And then what happened when I was 18, I just couldn't listen to a single note of their music because I just completely overdid it. And it took me about seven years to listen to them again and appreciate them in a much more healthy way. But um, I'm kind of, because t- for a long time I thought, well, they're my favourite band, but I'm kind of torn if it's between them and Genesis. But I, d- I do really like Pink Floyd and I just want... Um, I I do like they're not it's not my favorite period, which is because you mentioned the David Gilmore stuff. I do like a momentary lapse and the Division Bell. I think yeah, it's yeah. I, th- I still think uh, musically it's it's good stuff. And if I oh, had yeah, yeah. and if I had the opportunity to you know if I had the o- option to see them live during any other period, it would be during their Delicate Sound of Thunder tour. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Earl's Court concert that's been restored to 4K, isn't it? And it looks amazing and it sounds great. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I like, um, but I would, and as you said, I mean, my fa- what's your favourite Floyd album? Probably Wish You Were Here. Yeah, same. I think it gets the right balance of sort of songs. Because I don't really think of them as a prog band. I know that's like, probably people have just gone, <gasps> was this prog rock again? Sort of. I, I just don't really see them as that. I, I think what it is, because I do think they are prog, but I think what it is is that when it comes to doing their thematic stuff, like really when Roger Waters was you know, very much you know, lyrically in charge, it's grounded in what people can relate to. So it's not, it's not like Genesis, The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, which is just this absolutely bonkers yeah. mad concept, or Tales from Topographic Ocean by Yes, which is, I just think, completely lyrically impenetrable. I've no idea what the hell that album's about. No idea. Whereas, you know, when you've got Dark Side of the Moon, thematically it's about, you know, the pressures of modern life and, you, you know, everyone has experienced, you know, death with great gig in the sky and then money and social division with us and them. And then with Wish You Were Here, you know, absence in one's life and people leaving your own and stuff like that. You know, it's so thematically it's stuff that people can relate to, so it's a lot more grounded. Mm. Yeah, I think... See, I used to know all of their catalog. I don't want to be that person that sort of keeps telling the audience the same thing, but, like, I promise this is the last time I'll mention this ever on the podcast. As soon as I left school, I joined a tribute band, a Pink Floyd tribute band. So I spent... Yeah, so, so I, I spent about three years of constant touring with them. Right. I, I've been to see one or two. I wonder if have, you were there. Have you? Yeah, but this was, like, early 2000s. Yeah, no, I would have been five... Yeah. <laughs> um yeah and i just it just sort of i think it's just you you get overexposed to it and you just sort of you can't you can't take it anymore and i think that's what it was for me and i i probably since i left that i say left once i was told to leave because i wasn't cool um 
it was sort of not not until about a year ago maybe that I'd even listened to any Pink Floyd. I just sort of didn't go there. And I got I've got a newer sort of appreciation for them. They were never one of my favorite bands. Like you say I'd pick Genesis over them any day. But I'm just I'm much more into that sort of virtuoso side of prog than I am because Pink Floyd aren't really that. I know there's David Gilmour that's sort of the one that sort of seems to stand out as the player. Uh, but I, I just think, yeah. But, yeah, I like Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> I went, when they did their, uh, their Mortal Remains exhibition, which toured a few places, and it started off in the, the Victorian Albert Museum in London, I went to see that. Hmm. And that was really good because, uh, you know, obviously it was all dedicated to Pink Floyd and that was really interesting. And But hang on, because you mentioned um, Genesis and they're like one of my all-time favourites. And I'm probably at that stage where I still love Pink Floyd, but I think I am going more towards, you know, probably Genesis. If I would say favourite band, that would be them. I'm just curious if you, I mean, do you have a favourite album or albums? Trick of the Tale. Good choice. I would say... For me, it's Wind and Wuthering. Oh yeah, that, that's just Tony Banks just taking over. Of you know, and it, yeah, it's great. Afterglow. Uh, I think a few of my friends and me have got the the mutual the same thought that the Afterglow has got the best snare drum sound of any song ever. It's just yeah. I think for any snare drum enthusiasts, I think it is a Beverly Cosmic Twenty One. With a, a Remo ambassador. Mm. Proper thwack. Mm. Beautiful. I'm probably wrong and it's uh, Ludwig. <laughs> but, yeah, I do like Ludwig. But I like, I like Duke. I like Abacab. I think after that, I'm still in. I can, st- I can listen to Invisible Touch and We Can't Dance. But yeah, for me, just as Peter... I know it sounds awful, but just as Peter Gabriel leaves... They're amazing. Because I think they've sort of... They go through that period of like, right, well, we need to sort of prove that we can still do this without him. So they just... They go balls deep. And they're just like, right, let's just do it. And it's just great. I love Genesis. I love Phil Collins. I know everybody everybody hates Phil Collins. With the I don't get why. He's fantastic. He really? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think maybe we've come out the other end of that because I remember when I started to listen oh, to Genesis. What's he done? What's that? What has he done? Nothing. That's <laughs> oh, the thing. Okay. Yeah, it, it, Nothing yet. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> massively popular for about 15 years and I think people just got sick of him. Yeah. And then there was just this oh. massive backlash. And so when I started getting to Genesis and Phil Collins' solo stuff, there was this thing, because I remember when I started listening to Genesis, I was in sixth form at the time, and I had uh, a couple of mates, and I went, oh, I've just, just discovered this band, because I, I never heard of them before. I heard, well, didn't I'd heard of them, but not any of their stuff. Mm. And uh, so I was tell, uh, telling, my couple, uh, telling my mates about it, and uh, one, uh, one of them, Thomas, he went, all right, okay, so who's in it? And I went through the names, and I went, I'm not going to mention Phil Collins. And then my other mate, who obviously was a bit more clued up than I, went, and who else is in it? And I mentioned Phil Collins, and the other mate just went, all right, I'm not interested anymore. It's, yeah. it's, an, odd, it's an odd reaction. 
I think, yeah, I think, like you say, if you were sort of born at a certain time, he was just always there. Like you just couldn't get away from him. He was on telly because he acted. You know, he was just sort of everywhere. I think he was just inescapable. So I think he just became this sort of cockroach that was, <laughs> you know, in a in a event of nuclear blast, Phil Collins survives. You know, he's just he's still there. Like Barrowman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter what tomfoolery goes on, he'll always survive. I think he's even said that himself recently, where he said because he obviously you don't know how long you're going to be on the top and everything, so all these opportunities were coming along, and he was saying, "Well, it's an opportunity. I'll just take it." And he said he kind of regrets that now. He should have been a, should have been a bit more discerning because then you're just everywhere and you're saturating everything, and people, mm. you know, easily get mm. sick. I mean, considering. Sorry. No, no. Uh, I mean, considering that he was pretty much everywhere. That, and for 15 years, I mean, to be still that popular is quite, quite mm. something. Sorry, what were you going to say? It was the same thing happened with um, actors, doesn't it? Like, if you're in too much, people get sick and you're out. And you start playing the same character over and over again. Um, people are going off that woman, aren't they? I keep forgetting her name. You know, curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> She was in Matt Smith's first episode in Doctor Who. She was in the hospital with two children. And that, she was an um, alien. Oh, um, something Coleman. Yeah, I was going to say something N- Coleman. N- N- we know, we all know who we're on about. Yeah, listeners C- don't need curly, to. curly hair Coleman. C- yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, are people indifferent towards her? Or are we just? I, I, I saw her in The Father. That's, and yeah. she was incredible. Oh right. I, I thought that film was amazing. I suppose she has mm. taken a break for a while, hasn't she? Everything else that I've seen her in, I just sort of, I'm just bored of seeing yeah. it. There was that period where she was sort of Miss BBC, where she was just on everything that they ever yeah, made, yeah, yeah. as if she'd signed a contract. And they said, "Well, you've just got to do everything." You've only been fifty things this year. I'm sorry, Olivia. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you said Phil did acting, so was it like a similar thing? Or he's just in everything, or is it just like he just was just everywhere? No, I think. I think it's a mix of stuff, and especially with I think with Phil Collins as well that it, he's he sort of made a rod for his own back as well by sort of being so successful, and then being so wildly different from being in Genesis to writing about love and like people just assume that his solo career is just sort of introspective ballads about divorce, but it isn't. It's just that the hits are that. And that's the. That, I think that's the problem. Is that as soon as you have a hit, everybody just thinks that's the thing that you do. Whereas it isn't really. You know, Phil Collins' solo stuff's great. I'll stand by anything Phil Collins ever does. Well, well hang on. <laughs> Post exposure. <laughs> Pre. Whoa. You know. <laughs> whatever happens. Yeah, no, I love his stuff as well. I think. Um, I mean, I, I like. Uh, ev- I still like the stuff that he did with uh, Dance Into the Light afterwards, but I don't think it's as good as what he did earlier. And Get Back, you know, hang on, is it called Getting Back? Oh, the, the album Motown he did with one. Motown stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, I can understand why he did it as a, as a fan of Motown, but he said that he wanted to make the songs sound as close as they were to the originals. And we're like, well, what's the point? We have the originals, add your own thing to it. Yeah. So I think, I think that album's a bit bland. But if the worst that I can say about a Phil Collins album is that his worst one's okay. Um, yeah. Yes. 
He's, he's just God. He is just God. He's just God. I've, no, I've said this, I don't know how many times, Phil Collins is just God. He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. I'll stand Whoa. by him. <laughs> <laughs> he can do no wrong. You can put that on a t-shirt, you can quote me. Don't care. He's just hes just God. He's just, he is literally as good as it gets. He's the best drummer ever. It does my head in when people say, oh, Neil Peart. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck Neil. Neil Peart. No. What the hell do you know? Carl Palmer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Phil Collins. Uh-huh. Neil Peart. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Sorry, Neil. Stand him my ground here. <laughs> Phil, Phil Collins. Fucking hell. It's Phil Collins. Jesus Christ. He's just the best. He's just the best. Mm. Feel. When I saw Genesis in uh, October last year, uh, that was great. Absolutely loved that. And because I know there was a lot of concern because you know his his health deteriorating, but he still put on a damn good show. And you oh, it was still... just—it was amazing. Oh, did you see them as well? I saw them in Liverpool. Me and Tim went, and we both sort of okayed it with each other that if we you did cry, like a two-hour special cry. where you were in the van. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. The the journey, it was uh, yeah. We both sort of okayed it with each other, and we we're like, right, if we cry, we cry. It's fine. Mm. And then it was completely fine, completely fine, completely fine. And then they played a cinema show just after Fading Lights, I think it was, and that was it. Then we were just both gone. We were just going, oh my god! It's just <laughs> <laughs> Imagine those like teenage girls when the Beatles were on. Yeah, yeah, that's trying what it was like. to grab Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, uh, a part of me was just crying because he just couldn't that he couldn't play oh. and I just thought oh god imagine imagine if it was all a sort of like Willy Wonka put on and then like <laughs> here's the drum kit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's well, what I was big, hoping for his son did a fantastic job though he's brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant and there's just that bit you know there, there were bits throughout the show when um, you know his son's like belting it out on the drums and just doing a fantastic job and then you've, you're seeing Phil Collins mime to it yeah yeah which, which was, as you say, it was quite poignant. But there was a bit when, because we got, because uh, I went with a mate of mine, and we had really good seats, but they weren't at the very front. Mm. And then when they were playing, I know what you like. Uh, we went right. We're just going to the front because uh, I wanted to. Get, I wanted to try and get a really good photo of of the band as well. But anyway, so we got to the front, and because we weren't sitting there, we were basically told to clear off. But there was a brief moment when Phil Collins clocked me and my mate and waved, and I went right. I'm happy with that. Sit and die happy now. Yeah. You shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You know, it was just great. Phil in the Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka thing. It was yeah. That's it's what, like doing a forward roll. That's I what wait. I remember. <laughs> they, there was like a documentary that came out. I can't think what it was called. It's on YouTube somewhere. I think, like, ABC made it as a sort of... The tour's happening, and why are they doing it? Didn't and you recommend that to me? No, that's the the When in Rome documentary. That's the one, yeah. yeah. And um, I remember seeing some promotional... Oh, sorry to interrupt. We saw a bit of that on YouTube, didn't we? Like, the massive crowd. Oh, yeah, Rome. the When in Rome. Huge. Thing, yeah. and a million people there. And it, it was... So the, the documentary... Like for the last Domino tour, and um, me and Tim watched it, and we were just going, "He's going to play a hundred percent. He's going to play something." Because we kept seeing shots of like old Premier bass drums and Trilock stands, and then the promo photo that they released for like when they were going back on tour, the image was flipped, and nobody realised. Like we didn't realise, but the kit looked left-handed. 
like in the promo picture. And we were like, holy shit, like Phil Collins <laughs> is going to be, Phil Collins is playing or is at least like going to attempt in rehearsals to <laughs> do stick it. Stick on something. But then somebody had worked out that the image was flipped because oh. Mike Rutherford's holding a Costa cup. Oh, but the letters and you backwards. can see, yeah, you can see Tony Banks, it says Korg, but it's flipped. And we were like, fuck! Like, no! Just like the, uh, the Nit God stacked up. Exactly, and if you can work that out, you get a, you get, send you, we'll send you, know you what? something. I, I was going to print that in A3, but I thought you'll get it too soon. I clocked it straight a fucking way, it's not getting oh. past me, Rob. <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> I've also noticed as well, extremely high tiles. Is that to ceiling height? Um, and beyond, yeah. <laughs> Does it go halfway up whatever room's above? Um, no, well, there is there is tiles in the room above, but no, di- different ones. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> well, thanks for joining. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if I was going to listen to Plink, Pink, Plink Ploid, um, where should I, what do I do? Because I, I swear I've never heard any of their songs. I Have know you got, of them. Can you picture any hallmarks of Pink Floyd that stand out to you? What's in your head? Uh, Image-wise so or musics? You said Wish oh, You Were for Here. You. you said Wish You Were Here and uh, yeah. Darks. What about album covers that stand out to you? From Pink Floyd? Yeah, to Luke. I like I like that one. That one's funky. That's like the most memorable one ever. The triangle with some rainbows coming Dark out. Outside. Yeah. Good on prism. A, good on a jumper. As everybody else calls it. It's a rather triangle. Than the, the triangle with a rainbow coming out of it. Yeah. I see people wearing that, and I just want to go up them. Like, do you know what that is? No, yeah. I don't know. It's nice though, isn't it? There yeah. was a thing a few years ago, wasn't it, where like, like teenage girls would be playing the guitar, and they'd have a T-shirt that said like Metallica, and people would like hatefully post in the comments of like do you even know any Metallica songs yeah. I'd and say the, that's an ignorant thing to say but it's also true <laughs> like, I know yeah it's one of those isn't it where it's sort of we're all thinking it but nobody's that like me with bench <laughs> I don't know anything about benches no idea <laughs> I don't know, nothing to do with me yeah I'm trying to think yeah what's your what you oh no we've already answered that I'll just turn around yeah, just give me one song to listen to. And you can see Pink it. Floyd. Yeah, you'll have hundred percent. You'll have heard it at something. I feel like a must-have, but another brick in the wall. He's probably heard like the the dance mix that was out yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. You could listen to the Scissor Sisters cover of "Comfortably Numb." Good grief! <laughs> Are they still going, Scissor Sisters? I've no idea. Mika. I only became aware of them because they did a cover of Come To Be Numb. Listened to it and went, nah. I'm okay, thank you. Yeah. They, did, they did that song in uh, Sound of Drums as well, didn't they? Oh, oh God. Actually, so, so um, amalgamating two of our conversations of Pink Floyd and film remakes... Uh, the Italian Job remake that came out, oh. I think, in 2003. Oh, well, God awful film. Made even worse by the fact that they have a cover version of Money, which is also awful. Yeah. Oh, they did Money? Yes. Pink Floyd. I know that one. Well, is that did. with Jason Statham? No, you're thinking Donald's of a different song. Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten who was in it. That's, it. that's all I know. I think Ed Nort. There was cars in it. Little cars. Does the song start with a cash register open? Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, Pink Floyd. Yeah. All right, well, 
that. Do you know Pink Floyd? That's it. That's yeah. all I know. I just whenever I just get a bad dream every time I hear the name Pink Floyd of playing on the turning away. You're not, you're not there anymore. Like just oh no, gone. No, forget no, about thank it. You. I quite like but, that song, especially yeah, the guitar I, solo. Yeah. I think the guitar solo is good. I really like that song. What I don't like is being the first person out at the start of the set to just play the pad on my own before everybody else comes out and really? have a load of people in double denim staring at you going, right, come on then. <laughs> Show us what you got then. Right, fucking hell. All right, okay. I'm out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you See, don't sound like David Gilmore. All right. Fucking nice. Because I'm not. You, you said um, it took you a while to get back to Pink Floyd. Mm. Have you recently been like... Oh, did you say you listened to the covers you did or that you listened to Pink Floyd again? Uh, I found... I found... Um, we were going to... There was a DVD that was filmed. And... I think the company that filmed it went under. Or something. So we haven't got any of the footage, but oh. we've got all of the audio because the audio was done by us. Mm. So it was sort of... You deal with the video, we'll deal with, deal with the audio. So the DVD was all filmed and everything. And then... There must be a copy somewhere. Well, yeah, I'd imagine... You wouldn't want to watch it. What would you no, rather have, no. that that or Marco Polo? Oh, Marco Which... Polo. Yeah. You don't want to see me in a suit. <laughs> Just... No. <laughs> I would have probably been wearing a suit. Blue. De- or no, black. We've had you in a suit. With white converse. Mm. Yeah. You've done like this before. <laughs> I thought, oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, on the after show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I thought you looked strapping. I think Matt outdid us all in his tux. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we they felt the DVD was all done and everything. And then I found a couple of weeks ago the audio. A couple of weeks ago, probably a couple of months ago now, and I just it all came flooding back like a nightmare. Mm. Of I can't remember what it was actually. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, yeah. The episode, oh, yeah. God, it's gone now. No, you're not there anymore. It's not there now. It's all in the past now. Do you think I'll ever listen to it? I think you did. I don't know. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> don't talk about food. I talk about food. Oh, I want to talk about bicycles and men riding them. Well, I I do want to get the roundabouts uh, at some point, but Mm. what do you want to do roundabouts or bicycles first? I want to go roundabouts. Ease me in because I don't hate roundabouts. Okay, well. I do hate men on bikes, though. You hate men on bikes, okay. Uh, Well, and women and children. WCCY. Oh, we'll start roundabouts. So, um, we've been around since uh, the dawn of mankind. They made the wheel. They did. And then, inevitably, they made roundabouts. Um, different countries are divided on which way it should go, clockwise, anti-clockwise. Um, probably the cause of many wars. But, um, yeah, roundabouts, it's like, who drives here? We say okay. well. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. I How do. Does. Yeah, well, I did. Oh, you, no, you, you still do. I still and it'll do, come yeah. back. Yeah, it'll come back. There's a lot of roundabouts around mine where it's notorious for people who just they go in the wrong lane. Um, mm. 
and uh, yes. y- you know they're doing it, so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get alongside them, and I'm not budging. I do the so, same thing. So I stay alongside them, going beep, just yeah. freak, freak them out. Off. I got a fun, fun roundabout story from touring days. Can you days. have a fun roundabout story? I say fun. <laughs> the magic roundabout. Oh, brilliant! I remember we were in. I lie. I don't remember where, but I remember the scenario. We were all on the, um, on the like the bus thing, and that we had a like a lorry that was in front of us that had all of the gear in. But we had two lorries, like two sort of big van lorry things. I don't know what you call like a lorry between a lorry and a van. Sounds like, it. Like you know, like you see the sort of smallish lorries that have like the curtain on the side, yeah. where it's not sort of. Detached. A lot of them have to get in the other lane to turn as well, and people don't understand that. Yeah, and they're like, they every, everybody cuts them up. What are they yeah. called? That's I annoying. Just like articulated lorry. Well, not like no. an Ar- not an Arctic. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not Metallica. It was like, <laughs> yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the smaller sort of truck ones, where it's sort of like a lorry, but not st- anyway. And it went round the corner of the roundabout and we were all just looking just because we were all just sort of looking out of the window and about half of the gear just fell. (laughs) Just on the road? Yeah, just came straight out of the lorry and just went straight into the middle of the road. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Did Did, did you you stop? Yeah. Just drove (laughs) over. (laughs) That box of it. Yeah. It was... uh, The co-op. Yeah. I used to um, drive a sprinter every night and like... I'd have stock up to the ceiling, and I wouldn't stop at roundabouts. And you'd hear the stock fall, so I'd just have to like quickly swerve the other way to knock it back up. That was fun. He's a clever guy. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so many things that happened. Trying to th- oh, God. Yeah. I've got a yeah. list. A list. Uh, we've got box truck, van, cutaway van chassis, uh, medium duty truck. Uh, is there any photos? Because uh, you're just saying words. <laughs> There's no photos. See, I <laughs> always wanted a Suzuki mini carry. You didn't want photos of the words. Is that like the milkman? The milkman. <laughs> Hello, yeah. milkman. Can I? Can have I have look. photos? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, all of the gear fell out. There we go. <laughs> oh, what about what about that. what about indicating? Because a lot of people can't be asked. The pe- some people yeah. can only be half asked. So say yeah. they're going right, they'll indicate right, but don't indicate left to leave yeah and i saw mm. someone yesterday who was going right and they didn't indicate but when they went to leave the roundabout they put the right hand indicator on and just turned left that happened on my way here tonight was it you no is there a, a van actually <laughs> See, I'll, fuck it. I'll just <laughs> i i can't i just can't stand it i cannot stand it also a sign will say do you use a, do you use a 12 o'clock rule rob yeah, um, but, you know, like, the world's not so perfect, so a lot of it's <laughs> common sense. So, yes. like, you, geographically, like, that's straight over, mm. especially if it's a four-way junction. Yeah. If it's off a couple of degrees, you know. It could be know. five minutes past 12, in which yeah. case, what do you do? But a sign, if it's, I always look at the sign. Yeah, a lot of places, like, the signs or the road markings tell you otherwise to yeah. go on the right lane to go straight over. Yeah. And some people don't know that. And then they have a go at you, and like you cannot say to them, like, "Well, they they think you're in the wrong, but you know you're in the right." I, 
pissed what, it. What does everybody drive? That's a good question. Just drive a little Ford Focus at the minute. Like a Ford Focus? Yeah, it is a Ford Focus, oh, but right, it's, okay. it's, like is just an expression. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm a, a Toyota Yaris man. Not for much longer, right. by the right. sounds of it. No, it's fixed now. Completely. No, but like it's it's sounding better. Put Have some, you put uh, oil in it now? Uh, it, it's, do you know what the problem is? You don't check your oil, you don't check your water. No, it's not that. Well, I didn't want, but it's a rickety bolt. <laughs> right. And it's rickety, and we put some oil on it, and it's spot on now. You put some oil on the bolt. I don't know, we put some solution. I don't know what it Tightened is. Tightened it? Don't know. Oh. Yes, that's my father. Normally, if a bolt's loose, you tighten it rather than just put oil on it. <laughs> well, I don't know. But it's WD forty. Ah, yeah. yeah. I saw it out. Where is it? I've got actually. I've got something there. So, about what's the worst possible thing in the world you could put WD forty on? Your tongue. Mm, that's anus. pretty bad. Anus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anus. What about right. car, car brakes? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. That is a good one. The pro- yeah, a pork chop. A pork chop. You're going to eat the pork chop or just put it well, on the pork I wouldn't eat chop. the pork chop. No. Oh, no, that's true. I don't know. Slip and slide. That'd be great, actually. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Um, oh, um, on a, a Ferris wheels... Um, Ferris wheel. Would like it go to, faster or would it just break? Uh, it'd just be violent, I think. <laughs> All right. The worst thing, if you want to be like sort of correct about it, the worst thing you could put WD forty on is a bolt that you don't want to undo, or a naked flame. Oh no, no that's, that, good. that's not so bad. Oh okay. We need to try that as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a flame <laughs> for a video. It has to happen. We were going to do it, weren't we? We're going to. I'm just scared that it's just going to blow my hand off. Well, it's a I, risk. We need, I, we really want to have explosions in in, in our videos. And, um, yeah, hasn't worked out so far. Yeah, I just think explosions is the way to go. Yeah, always so, oh, is. I, I watched the fishing video. Boring. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I I did say, did you catch any Tin Dog podcast? And I, I know, tagged I them. Saw tagged the them and I thought he, he didn't bite. He, no. he didn't say anything. I thought, oh no, he's a Tin Dog. He hasn't got teeth. Yeah, mm. I wanted to say like, did you just throw it back? <laughs> <But Yeah. laughs> it's just like what? Yeah, we didn't get anything during that video. We um, only got a rusty pipe. Yeah, rusty pipe, and we left it there. Yeah, and you also got the path as well. <laughs> yeah, we caught the Co- path. Caught, that caught twice. the earth. That was annoying. That why would you put metal there? <laughs> What's that for? Well, it's for the boat, isn't it? So. Yeah, I hate canals. I love the canal. <laughs> I'd go back and do another one, part two. Different part of the canal, though. Bigger magnet. Bigger canal. I just love the canal. I could sit by the canal all day just staring at the water. Throwing bread in. Just great. Mm. Why would you throw bread in? Ducks. You don't You don't. You're not meant to do that. Yeah, that kills, kills them. Yeah, I know, but, like... What of them? I never gave mine ducks. My dad still gave... <laughs> what? No, I never gave my ducks bread. But my dad did. Did he? Oh, yeah. He Where probably could give them They're ducks. <laughs> They're all dead. Mm. There we are. That's by the so, by. So, food. Um, I wrote cycles. down marzipan. Because it's one thing I like um, that everyone hates. I hate it. You hate, don't hate it? No. Liam? No, I don't hate it. But it's one of those things where I think that... Uh, You've got to nail the the 
the ratio or the amount that you put on the cake, otherwise it can completely ruin it. What's the right what's the right marzipan substance for you? Is it like Battenberg or is it like the little fruits? Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking probably well I was thinking more uh more Christmas cake actually. Mm. Uh, like or like wedding cake, Christmas cake kind of stuff. Fucking hate wedding cake. I just picked marzipan <laughs> out of here. I can't stand it. Or Christmas pudding or anything like that. And it goes right through you. It's just... Why? Why can't we just have normal cake or ice cream? Why are we dealing with this? Tradition. Don't care. Ice cream cake. I always wanted an ice cream cake. I never did have one. Ice cream cake? Oh, yeah. Just a big hunk of ice cream, I think. But marzipan, I'm alright with. Battenberg, I'm thinking of. And I thought of marzipan. I'm alright with it. It's good. Yeah. You know what? I'm in the mood for marzipan right now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, it's a thumbs up from me. You don't like marzipan, do you? I'm not entirely sure what it is. You know Battenberg? It's like, yeah, it's like um, almond oh. and sugar. Very strange. Uh, Get your picture of Battenberg. Weird yeah, I, need, I need a picture. Yeah. I can't work off words. Well, you know it. What's the marzipan? I think the outer the bit. Yellow what? soft stuff. Yeah. On the outside. Oh, or is it the... Wait, it's is it the... Marzipan? The... Wait, is that not just that. icing? No. I don't know what this this is. You need to try some. You won't like it. It doesn't look like I'd like it. No, I don't think you'd like it. No. I, I, what would you have Mars Pound with? What's your favourite? Uh... Just on its own. Oh. No cup of Just tea? Just a slice of... Cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just on its own. I, I don't... I want to dive in a little bit, Rob, if this is alright, about your vegan lifestyle. Okay. That's I a never... misconception. I'm actually veggie. Oh. I didn't know you are vegetarian, Rob. That's yeah. cool. I wish I was. <laughs> See, what, is it, you got something to ask? That was just it, really. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, what's the d- a day in the life? Um, You get... People take the piss a lot. Um, Like, like, like uh, oh, how much, how much would it take you to eat a steak... Oh, and all this kind of stuff. Business. Um, today at work, um, like they had a go to because like I wasn't going to eat some pop tarts because it's made with beef beef gelatin, oh. and it's like, well, it's not a steak, Rob. You can just eat it. So I'm like, oh, okay then. Yeah. Did you eat it? <laughs> no. Good for you. <laughs> What's it to anyone? I feel like we're behind the times now because we're pretty good, you know. And- uh, recognizing people's differences for that, but when it comes to vegetarianism, people hate vegans. It's like well. everyone's Phil Collins. I see. I'd say people hate vegans, but <laughs> from out of experience, not from out of experience, but like vegetarians are just sort of normal people. Not that vegans aren't normal people. Vegans are like heavy Christians that like preach it a lot. I think yeah, it seems more of a cult. <laughs> yeah. It, it just feels more of a cult. Real, it, I think oh, just because they spread the good word, don't they? Like yeah. they tell you about veganism yeah. a lot. I'm not, I'm not Let me stop you there. I'm a vegan. Carry on. There you go. Like yeah. <laughs> it's tough because it's a lot about like the ethical stuff, like not wearing leather. Yeah. And shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not down, wearing leather. I'm shit. down with that. <laughs> it's I'm like I get you know if you have the milk and you have your cheese, you know some cow is probably getting drained somewhere. And yeah, that's why I'm kind of in the middle. Like I don't. I don't drink milk. Uh, I do no. eat cheese, and nice. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on weird cheese in a few minutes as oh, well. Uh, oh, okay. 
I mean, well, okay. Is, so, if, is is the vegetarianism for like health reasons or just? Um, I wish I'd be healthier if I ate meat. So that'd be good. Um, oh right. You know Ben who came on the podcast. Yeah, they're a vegetarian. Huh? Huh? I but uh, <laughs> I wish I'd never bothered because it's like, what do I eat? Pizza, pasta. You, you, you're away. saying this as if it's like a sort of it was a drunk decision, <laughs> like sort yeah. of staggering back home. It was like early teens, and it just stuck. Like I physically couldn't eat it now. It's like Why? I don't know what to compare it with. It's like if I said, to you, "Are you going to eat some human flesh?" That's a bit like grotesque. That's how I kind of feel about meat because I couldn't like. I don't think I could stomach it. No way. Oh, so you've been a vegetarian for a long time. So, um, yeah, like 20-odd years. No way. Yeah. Have you tried the McPlant from McDonald's? I, I can't because it's too meaty. Okay. Like, uh. I, I don't like imitation meat. Well, I love, like, corn burgers and sausages, but, like, a lot of these things, they're, like, they're so juicy. Like, I got yeah. some burgers the other day, and it's, like, you literally... I was cutting into it, and it was pink in the middle. Like it was like that kind of imitation. The the taste like so meaty, and I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather just have like a spicy bean burger or something. Mm. I like corn. Oftentimes, mm. I choose corn over meat. Yeah, and I couldn't eat like clone meat. Do you think if that was a thing, people would then have a go? Just like, well, you're just being fucking silly now. Well, it's not, a, it wasn't even alive. Like wasn't if that you a were... rumor going around about KFC that all their chicken was like cloned. They made it in a lab. I'm like, that sounds very expensive. Why the hell would they do that? Yeah. It sounds like a... Uh, but, <laughs> but like, like the, story you can get, like... Like, they made that burger that was, like, costing 10 grand or something. And yeah. it was uh, literally grown in a dish. But it's, like... It's pretty tasteless and it's really soft. But oh. um, I still don't think I'd eat that. And I feel like people would think I'm being stupid for saying that. I don't think you're being stupid. Right, well, I, I, need to, I need to just move this conversation on now. Not okay. that I'm bored, but there's been something that's been on my mind now for a few days, and if I don't get it off my chest, I'm going to be absolutely fuming. Okay. What is in this tin? What tin? Tin? Yeah. Oh, is, this is the one I put on the group chat. It what? was that. It was that nacho cheese. Ow. Nice. You saw the video? Yeah. In fact, if anyone wants to watch it, go to. It's um, by the time this goes out, go to cloisterbellpodcast.com forward slash the rescue, and I've posted a video there of me opening it. So massive tin was from Costco or somewhere, and it's like this nacho cheese. It's a bit like the Odeon stuff, but it's like it's so orange. It's like, like or, or, orange paint custard mm. stuff um, he just meant to warm it up and eat it but like Liam said uh, well I said I feel like it's lacking something and Liam said it's lacking cheese so what I did was I tried to put some cheese in it <laughs> and then it, in a pan and it went a bit thick and crap so I did actually eat it though I, had, I got some like Doritos that mm. but then and some, so, some salsa and I put some real mozzarella on top but it was like this Awful stuff, and uh, like well, the soul of a sheep. You got to eat it within like two or three days. This three kilos of stuff. Three so. kilos. <laughs> mm. So uh, we thought we're, we're going to put it in like freezer bags and put it in the freezer. And 
last night were like shit. It's been like seven days since we opened it, and I opened it up, and it didn't look great. So uh, I went to throw it out. So I took it outside, tied it in a carrier bag, opened the bin, hurled it next door. <laughs> I accidentally threw it in the recycling bin, so it bounced off the bottle bin and nearly exploded in the neighbor's garden. Oh um, you should have just done it. Just, yeah. done it. just thrown it next door. <laughs> Keep it in your car, save it for roundabouts. Keep it in the car, like open. Well, I, reckon, it, I, I tell you what you should do. You should put it in the boot, but don't tie it very well. And see how long you can last. <laughs> like, eventually, it'll just all get too much on it, and you'll just have to pull over because you would just be queasy <laughs> driving. But it's worth a go. I remember... Why? It's worth a go. Yeah, oh yeah. Where, what was it that was in the van that stank? I remember that mouldy egg downstairs. Oh yeah, we couldn't work out what the smell was downstairs in the kitchen. Sherlock Holmes took a week. Like we tidied the kitchen, literally we dragged the dishwasher out, dragged the cooker out, everything, and like we, what is this fucking smell? It stinks. Got worse every day as well. Yeah, every it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then one day, I, th- I think I fancied an egg, <laughs> and, I, and I opened the little egg box, and Jesus Christ, it was like the devil had shit in my face. It just stank. It is a bad smell. It is the. It's probably one of the worst. The only smell that I've ever th- ever smelt that's worse is my uncle's got a farm, mm. and they've got a silage trailer, and for some unknown reason. It it was blocked, mm. right? And I pulled the short straw to unblock it, and it was just vile. It's just the worst, the worst <laughs> I'm to smell. Sp- yeah. Like I can't even carry on with the store. Actually, what do you call it? Where a, a, a like a milk duct of like a. a, a a mammary gland of an animal bursts. Uh-huh. Bursts. What yeah. you call? Hang on. Wait there. Don't move. Please don't get pictures. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get. <laughs> hey, I took pictures. <laughs> Lee, Lee. Lee, Lee. What you call it where a lamb's udder uh, bursts? Stitus. Mastitis. Was on the tip of your tongue. Do I want to search for that? Have a look for uh, Udder Mastitis. Got it, I'm on it. <laughs> I just spell that. Mass. Mass. Ty. Tis. Wow. There it is. Looks like Battenberg. Let's have a look. Let me just double check. Is it the same thing? Is that a nipple or what is that? Oh, that's that's human. Right. You don't want that. No, I feel sick. You want it <laughs> like in a lamb or something. What is it again? Ma- Mastitis. Mastitis. Lamb. Here we or go. just put udder. Here we go. I'm just getting a lot of udders. Let's have a look. I'm not really getting much... Uh, Let me have a look for you. Go on. What's this got to do with the silage? Because I'm going to tell you the the other worst smell of... Oh. Mastitis burst? them days huh I think we're done talking about food after this yeah. 
Oh, there you go. Right. So when you have when something's got mastitis. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Why is it foamy? It just it oozes all sorts of crap. It looks like cherry coke. That is probably. I think actually, I'll change my mind. That is the worst smell. Yeah, should I put it on the group chat? Yeah, put it on the group chat on the after show. <laughs> It's, honestly, that is the single worst smell. I remember they were taking the lambs through the stackyard, and I was talking to Alid, and I could just smell something, and I knew something wasn't right. Like, I knew there was something wrong with that smell. And then I saw it, and I was like, that that udder's burst. And it was just horrendous. Like, it absolutely stank. Oh my god. There it is. <laughs> I don't understand quite what it is. It's just like a che- like a cheesy milk infection, but it bursts. Cheesy milk infection. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so cyclists. Mm. <laughs> I liked I liked Rob's reaction of oh my god. <laughs> uh, so cyclists. Are, yeah. Look who's talking. With Harry and Luke of the Who Can Convince You podcast. What's the deal? No deal. What's the no problem? Deal. What's your Who's problem? Who's a cyclist? Admit it. No. No. I haven't even got As a bike. No, I, yeah, I don't have a bike. Liam? No, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm not a white guy. How dare you? Whoa! <laughs> oh, I don't want to be hateful, but I feel What's like cyclists deal, hate me. They act like they hate me, so I'm just going to reciprocate, I think. Yeah. I can't stand them. You know what bugs me? They'll, they'll cycle on the road, yeah. and there'll be a cyclopath there. Oh, bollocks. And they, no, don't, they no, no, don't fucking no. use it. That's for other cyclists, not not for them. Yeah. I can't. Uh, they, yeah. Can I, was driving, I was driving to work. Did I mention this on the podcast recently, Liam? The cyclist. So. Well, I was driving to work a few weeks ago, and there was like... There was no one around. It was like four in the morning, and uh, but I couldn't overtake, and there was like four cyclists taking up the whole lane. Oh, I hate that when they're like a fucking swarm of bees, <laughs> and they were going so slow, and uh, I couldn't overtake. And then when I finally could overtake, I was just, uh, at the roundabout. It was annoying, and there was a, there was a cyclopath next to them on the path. And I thought, what they're doing this on purpose? Did you just beep and throw your cheese at them? Mm. I did beep, but um, I didn't throw my I cheese. I did beep. <laughs> They're on the fucking that much side. I, <laughs> I couldn't understand what they were doing, and I got home, and my wife said, "Oh yeah, there's a new law came in where the police cyclists... have just been on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> which has said like the highway codes changed, so cyclists yeah. have more right." And I think they were just fucking floating it that day. Yeah, God, don't they right. know it? I don't think I don't want to. I haven't got an issue with cyclists, but I have the ones that I have an issue with. Are the sort of the skin tight lycra wearing, you know, the ones that take it really seriously. Mm, but got swimming goggles on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> aerodynamic helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're not aerodynamic normally. Like, no. They're like me on a bike where, like, I'd be, I'd be just as quick on a penny farthing. Like, it makes no difference that I'm on this sort of four and a half grand road bike. Like, yeah. It makes no difference whatsoever, but they just do my head in because they're like they're like pack animals. <clears throat> they just sort of it's a different breed. Isn't they it? group together yeah. and just bulk the road up. It's yeah. like what I, I once I came round the corner once at a country lane, 
I say a country lane. It was there was two lanes, like, but it was just in the middle of nowhere, and they were coming towards me on my side of the road. Oh my god! Like, as if it was my fault as well. Like, you doing? They, they were all just like <laughs> shouting and like moving over. I was like, what? I do think yeah. they should use the paths more. I think I remember the law changed. I think it was about two thousand and one, and literally like, I, I was I was cycling around mine on the path, and a policeman told me to dismount and get on the road <laughs> but um you like, boy, I w- dismount yeah. <laughs> but um I, w- I would tell my kids to ride on the path um and just be careful yeah. of people but like when, I can understand why, that what, with uh, with your kids because you wouldn't yeah you know, you know they're still very young so Ra- rather get in get trouble with the, the police road. than die <laughs> come on yeah. but I do a lot of walking mm. and um I want the cyclists on the road yeah. See, I do a lot of walking, but from here to the fridge, there's not that much <laughs> issue of cyclists. So, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. walkers don't want them on the pass. Drivers don't want them on the roads. Mm. I, I think just let let them wherever let them go wherever they want. Just steer the fuck out of everyone's way. Mm. They don't like, like put them on an island. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> let, them we use the, the let them use the pass or something. No one there. Oh, no, don't yeah. put them there. Oh, nobody Where? goes there. Oh, I go there. I don't want four cyclists. We'll, go, we'll buy the Isle of Man. We'll pay everybody off so they can all come and live on the mainland. <laughs> and then we'll just put everybody who's got a bike there. And if See, it's over it's over. There's, there's no speed limit there and they're still going to go fucking slow. Oh, yeah, too, yeah, probably. I just can't stand them. Yeah, there was, there was only ever uh, one biker. I thought, you know, you're all right. And there was a, there was a bend. There's a turn. On the road, and he was on my side of the road, on the middle of the road, and he had a look, and he looked at me, and he went, he waved me on, saying, "There's no traffic coming, you can overtake me." I thought, See, I just don't trust him when they say things like that. See, I did because if I get in an accident and I kill someone, that's on him. <sighs> that's on him. He'd have to live with See, that. It's nothing to do with me. See, I, I don't get all these signs that they do. It's like, do they want a high five? I'm not sure. They're just trying to signal me. I'm not sure. I think they generally they want you to just tap them. <laughs> I think they do it to show Give off. I can ride with one hand. Yeah, <laughs> I can't ride with two. Mm. I'm terrible at riding a bike. Last time I went on a bike, I hit the curb coming down the mountain, and I went straight in the field, like straight over the fence, right. like as if somebody just threw Action Man. True, <laughs> <laughs> it's stiff. Yeah, it's terrible, painful as well. Well, you don't need to worry about that because you drive so. I, I don't understand these yeah. changes to the highway code that they've put in. But, you know, because as you said, Rob, you know, it's to give... It's actually not just cyclists, but pedestrians as well. More yeah. right of, you know... And yes. it's silly because there's especially, like, uh, there's uh, some crossings near mine. And if I was to follow, you know, the, this new uh, highway code, I'd Dead. get run over. Yeah. Mm. I feel like they've implemented these laws forgetting that well, we haven't invented flying cars yet. There's some, yeah. there's like a we, there's a weird one, isn't there? Where say you're a car that's turning left at a junction, and somebody is crossing the road after you've turned, like you know. That's right. Yes. Say uh, you're you're running, you're turning left off a of main street into a into a private into, into a like a terrace street. Yeah. And you're crossing over the dotty lines, but you have to. They've still got right away. Yeah, yeah, they've always... If they start to cross the road, everybody has to stop. Like, regardless of where... It's their right to die. Yeah. Yeah. But then (laughs) you can't jaywalk. Well, not... That's America. That's not the highway code. (laughs) So what's jaywalking over here? 
Nothing. We haven't got jaywalking. Oh, so when we saw the police man in Chester, we could just walk, walk across? Yes. Oh. You can cross... We don't have jaywalking. I don't know what jaywalking is. I thought... Jaywalking was- is crossing the road when the light says don't cross the road. Oh, uh, I thought it was just crossing the road anywhere where it, yeah. you know, there isn't... I, when I was a kid, I thought jaywalking was like walking with like a funny, funny yeah. like, kind of step. Yeah. I'm like... Stop. I thought they were oh, like, no, stop that walk now. straight, <laughs> head up right. Yeah. Um, um, I apologise if you're a cyclist listening. I remember when I had to... Not that I speed. I don't. But I oh. went on a speed away and I was course. And um, the bloke had a right go at me, not not for the speeding because the has ever any of you ever been on a speed awareness course? Yeah, I well, I I got caught, um, caught driving. I was driving down, um, getting towards York, and oh. the the clock me. But I was in the Sprinter, and I were because you're meant to go ten under the limit on the dual carriageway, so I should have been going. 60 when everyone was going 70 mm. but they clocked me going at 64 like i was still going slower than everybody Bastards. else and because i got clocked down there i had to drive down from newcastle down to north allerton for my course oh, oh so you you had to do it there because you got caught there it was yeah it was like yeah i had to go down it was a different region yeah speed there <laughs> uh, probably I did, honestly uh, i did actually I, I sped on the way back from mine yeah. just because it's funny Oh, it, it does my head in the speed camera van. It just—it's just a piggy bank, literally. Mm. It is just a piggy bank. Like, I, my dad, right? Yeah. He swears this is why he got caught. But he went past one of his vans and did a middle finger to him. Next day, he got uh, <laughs> taken through the post that he sped thirty-one miles per hour. He swears that's why they got him. Well, no, they have to take a photo. They can't just give you a ticket. Well, I don't know, but this is what he said. Because you can you can dispute it, can't you? And then they just send you a photo of you. With like yeah. the, with the speed <laughs> written on it. No. Yeah. Like they take a photo. Like of, done tap. Like, just a black and white photo. I'm a 32. Yeah. Right. There was this cool thing happening down at I think it was this place in Manchester, and I used to go. Um, there was this lane that you can use, and it's a lane for uh, people that have got two people in the car. So if you've got more than what if you've got a passenger. You're allowed to use this lane where you can bypass the junction and go straight onto the motorway. What? And um, they were cracking down because a lot of people, there was blokes and vans that were driving along with like uh, a mannequin in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and they were getting clocked on the photos. Yeah. See, what, that, Manchester is probably my least favourite place to drive. Mm. Just I just don't understand it. I'm alright with Manchester. It just makes no sense. Yeah. Chester's my... My top top one. Can't stand it. It's all one way. And Leeds. Can't do Leeds either. I'm out. Oh, no, Leeds is okay. I don't mind. Milton Keynes is an, a pain just because you just turn right. That's all you can do in Milton <laughs> Keynes. You just keep turning right. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, I don't think I've ever turned left in Milton Keynes. It's like you, get to, you just have to sort of do this weird sort of Rubik's Cube mm. thing to get wherever you want to go. Leeds That's is just, a bit weird because it's it's a bit like any other city centre where it's like if you go the wrong way, you got to go all one, one fucking yeah. way around. Yeah, I think it's Bombay where like the ring road is like a hundred miles. Like I remember that being on Top Gear where somebody went the wrong way, and like obviously you can get off, but the ring road is like horrendous. Like that's the preferred route, but it take you like an hour, if not well more than an hour, to do the ring road. 
but mm. I feel like we're not there yet. With roads, with uh, infrastructure, I just don't feel like we're there yet. And yeah. but using that new uh, highway code with the uh, yeah. cyclists have more freedom. I think we're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. I think this oh. is the sign. The worst, the worst uh, detour I've took. Um, I was going once through, you know, the the Liverpool Tunnel, um, and I didn't realise this. Yeah, well, there's two, hey, as well. Yeah, there's, yeah. And, uh, and the Mersey one. I did the Mersey. So one. it was, it was probably the Birkenhead one I was using, and like it was closed one night, and I thought, shit, how am I going to get through? Um, so I put it in the sat nav, and it was a good like I'm sure it was a good two hour diversion. Um, and then uh, then uh, the following week, I realised there's another tunnel over there. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't like yeah. Liverpool. Why not? I just don't like it. Is it the people? No. Did they say stuff to you? No. Um, you just don't like it. I just I don't know what it is. I don't. I just don't like cities. Yeah, I don't like cities either. It's just oh. country boy. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. Are you two uh, country boys? <laughs> Are you a big city boy, Liam? Do you love it? <laughs> well, I'm in Newcastle. You love the city. Um, it, it really sort of depends on the size. It's weird. It's like it's complete fucking chaos, but it's home. City. It's weird. It's yeah. Complete fucking chaos, <laughs> but it's home. <laughs> Welcome to Newcastle. Oh. <laughs> New. I've I've been to Newcastle twice now, and I quite like it. It's about my two cents there. Maybe there we are. I quite like it. Quite. <laughs> I, I tend to hate cities, but yeah, Newcastle's all right. That's quite a glowing endorsement then. When were you last here? Well, three years ago. Oh. Where'd yeah. you go? Uh, don't know. Just dri- driving through. No, <laughs> Dro- I, I, drove I, in, drove I, out. I went to see my friend there, but I don't know where Newcastle was. I, it wasn't anywhere near the city. Uh. I'm trying to think. I think the last time I went to Newcastle was probably playing. Like years ago, like. Is it the City Where's, Hall O2 or something? Or O2 City? Oh, the Academy. Hall, yeah. Oh, City Hall. All right, okay. Yeah. One? I don't... Not to be... I don't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> A forgettable experience. I just remember uh, va- vaguely everybody singing Fog on the Tyne as we were sort of... That'll hearing. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, strange <laughs> football chants. Like, people were just sort of... Chanting. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Just put more smoke, more smoke. <laughs> Where's well, that? Oh. Just thinking of the worst place. The worst place. I can think mm. of a worse place. Death Valley University. Oh. Mm. Where's uh, the closest city to you before we move on? Chester, probably. Chester, yeah. Wrexham's not a city, is it? No. Wrexham, yeah, I know Chester and Wrexham quite well. I used to work, working there every week. But uh, Sorry. I, I, want, I once killed a badger in Wrexham. Ooh, <laughs> amazing! Yeah. It was you. <laughs> Have you seen like, this badger? Like you name it, I've probably run it over. But um, <laughs> a badger, it's like running over a child. And it's like, <laughs> how do you know, Rob? Yeah, how do you remember that? I don't he, know he that. Did, in fact, he did just say, yeah. you name it, I've run it over. It's a big, you know, whack yeah. when you, you know. And like, you got to give them the credit when they see you, they know where they're going, they start moving, but they're just too slow. 
Ah, oh, so sad. So Rob just plows. Yeah, you don't slow down. <laughs> You're snow, too slow. Snow plow Rob, they call him. <laughs> snow piercer. Yeah, because he got all these like windy country roads coming in. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I like going fast there on the Wrexham roads. Yeah, like because yeah. there's like a lot of dips and shit. There's this one bit yeah. where there's this little town and it's like there's a massive blind peak in yeah. Once out because I I usually I'd go. One way where I'm up, going up the peak, but this one time it was really foggy, and so I go over the peak and like not shit near the front wheels came off the ground and oh, I was like, yeah. ah! came down. Dogs. I'm not kidding you. Like it was really <laughs> foggy, but I fucking floored it. Yeah, like, if it's foggy, fast. Well, I thought I know this road, but in reverse, and yeah, uh-huh. should have went a bit slower. There's, to be fair, there's some good roads around here, but like there is, thrashing it. Uh, there's, there's not that. Uh, the one we went when we went to the Black Sheep and the the, the country road where it's yeah. just straight. Can I say this on on the podcast? Go for it. We went for food in a place called the Black Sheep, right? Yeah. And I'm not kidding you now. It was the worst. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst experience you've ever had eating, was it? Going out for food and it cost how much? It was expensive. Seventy-five pounds. They got the order wrong. They brought it out burnt. Oh. Yeah. I just hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, glowing reviews before that. I can't wait to go to Black Sheep. You'll love oh, it. Yeah, we went one. Yeah, we went once before and it was great. And then we went the second time. Just terrible. If we go again, it'll be all right. No, never okay. going again. I told no. them that as well. In the review, I left. I won't no, be coming you back. Yes, I did. God, you're a boomer, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Too right. <laughs> I'll yelp. Yeah. If you're enjoying this content, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, give us a like and a review. Who's been to uni? Yeah. How'd you find it, Liam? Um, I, enjoy, uh, I enjoyed my undergraduate course. Hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, so those first three years were, were great. Lots of happy memories. I, I, I liked what I was studying. Um, so I like doing the work and obviously I had the social aspect as well it was just, I just thought it was really, really great when I went to do my masters though um, that I absolutely detested it was a horrible experience Um, it was the people because on that occasion it was um, so that was a course where people from different academic backgrounds were working together and It was so you had people from so um, so I graduated in politics so that was my background and I was the only one who came from that background and then you had people from design engineering and business right um, and what the course was the idea was that you would use all these different uh, backgrounds because we were working with comp- uh, companies and organisations so you would either come up with a product or a business plan for them. So the course itself was potentially really interesting and, uh, you know, utilizing, you know, your skills in a particular way you hadn't considered before and you were meeting people from different backgrounds. So it could have been really good, but it, it, it was hell. And <laughs> during that, you know, honestly, it really, really was. It was, um, I never, ever, 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 ever want to encounter anyone again who comes from a design background because in my yes. experience, they are the worst people I've ever met. All right, then. See you later, then. No, I don't come. Uh, no, no, I, I no, don't, I don't come from a design background. No. 
Uh, I don't come from any background. Silage. Silage, <laughs> yeah. I come from yeah. a shit background. Right, well, two seconds, because if I don't have a drink, mm. I'm going to collapse. What drink are you having? Uh, milk. Mm. <laughs> After just seeing that picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. Cherry Coke. Cherry Coke with foam on top. Now, I can't stand uni now. I'm in my fourth year. I did a year in film studies. I changed course to film production. And I'm on my dissertation now. I just, I'm done. I can't stand it. I've got no regrets because I'm done. I'm so what is it specifically done. that is a problem? Um, I think COVID had a massive impact because I haven't been there. It's all online. Uh, so yeah, the social thing's gone. Yeah, because that, that's a massive part of it, and I don't, yeah. I don't envy because I'm 34 and I do. So I graduated 2008 and 2009. I do mm-hmm. not envy, <laughs> I don't envy the young, because I got a mate of mine who has a brother who's 19. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, he's at university, and we're sort of not in a patronising way, but we feel really sorry for him because you know he should be out and about making new friends and all the rest. Yeah, of it. and uh, yeah, that's how I feel. None of that. Like, you just can't get that in uni anymore. No, and so th- that that's a massive thing. If 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 you don't have that social element, university is a big part of it. Going well, what's the point? So I can get that. And I mean, when I went as well, I mean, it was I don't have any debts or anything like that. The mm-hmm. the amount of money that you pay to go to university now, I just think so. I think it's ridiculous. And especially if you've if if you're if you've been going through it now, where everything's online or because of the whole situation where yeah. things have, haven't even been taught and you're still paying. Mm-hmm. You can just, just do, do an online course, course like, anyway. anyway. You? Well, you, yeah. you could actually go, well, you, you could have actually just, uh, you know, gone to open university because, you know, that's been geared for all online yeah. stuff to begin, you know, so. I, I think I was unfortunate with the choice as well. I think I should have stick with film studies instead of going to film production because it's very hands-on film production. Obviously, we're not there. So I can't use any of the equipment or cameras or anything like oh. that. And if you do, yeah. then you have to fill out loads of health and safety things about COVID. And you, uh, it's a whole other portion of like a procedure during the film process that you have to do that no one else did before. So that's mm. cool. <clears throat> Even oh, It's just crap. And I can't stand it anymore. I never want to go to uni again. Yeah. That's, I, I just realized it last night. Like I'm done. I am absolutely done. And it's a shame. I was I I think the biggest reason I went to uni was for the social aspect and meet people. And I only had that for a year. Then the next yeah, year and a bit was yeah, just covid, just online. And I think it's wrong. How we we you have to pay the same amount. There's no they don't take it. Well, in fact, I think a lot of lecturers now are striking in uni. Yeah, the uh, Newcastle University. That uh, we've just uh, they've just finished about two weeks worth of strikes. Yeah, and they striked uh, my uni just before our first like assignment was in for our dissertation. And yeah, you could email and ask for help and stuff like that. But I mean, it's just shit. <laughs> it is just shit. And everyone I've made friends with in uni has left. They've just quit. And I'm the last one. I feel like an absolute dickhead. Because I feel like I should have quit. And this is just a moaning session, really. 
Yeah, <laughs> just, just sort of venting. I mean, I felt like when I was doing uh, so when I was doing that masters thing, the yeah. amount of times that I wanted to quit during during the course of it, just because people were doing the course with and they were just making it an absolutely awful experience because because yeah. Um, yeah, there's obviously a big part of uni, as you said, is the social aspect. And I've got a lot of happy memories those first three years, great, mm-hmm. um, but there's also an awful lot of people up their own arse. Oh, and in yeah. my experience that I learned from from uni is anyone who wears a turtleneck jumper, keep the hell away from them. Good thing you don't have yours on today. Then. <laughs> yeah, I've got it on today. <laughs> oh, sorry, there are obviously exceptions to the rule. I love when you wear that. It's to take the piss, but it's great. Um, so, do you th- how do you think you've benefited from doing all that at uni, Luke? Oh, like, because uh, like it is it something you're going to do personally? No, um, it's it's it's, it's I liked film before I went into it, and now I hate mm. it. Like right. it's dr- it's made it a horrible experience. It's I thought of it like it's a job I hate right. that I can't quit from, and I pay. It's horrible. Well, I, maybe not like not as a profession, but like as as a general like interest and you know, something that you would do. Um, I don't know, just just for the crack. Do you think like you've picked up some like the fundamentals of doing it? No, more I've, than you would have. Just, just doing it. No, I've regardless. learned more doing this podcast than I ever did in uni. That's mm. scary. That. Um, I said it's. it's I think you learn. You learn by doing as well. Yeah, and I don't blame the uni totally with unis because COVID was a thing. But oh, like, well, how did you get through, Liam? What like your worst moment? You wanted to quit. How did you push through? Hard drugs. But well. <laughs> And hookers. <laughs> Have we met? Um, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> it's a really boring answer. Uh, I'm trying to think of a single good time. Per, solid, just persevere. No, I mean, well, th- that Masters was horrible. Because uh, mm. the other thing as well was um, uh, I also uh, was also on it with uh, my closest mate. Mm-hmm. And it also put a it put a massive strain on that friendship. We're still friends now, so we got yeah. over it. But I mean, uh, was I there? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you talking about? Sorry. Um, no, it, it put a massive strain on mm. that friendship as well. So the, uh, it was a it was a very measurable experience. But it was just that thing of just having to stick with it, and then just think, well, if I quit now, yeah, um, I would have wasted. You know, well, sixty it, grand. It, it was uni and uh, before then, all the grades you got before then to get into uni, all the work that you did—it's all yeah. really waste. That's yeah, exactly. Work. And it was just thinking, well, um, it's a relatively short period. I've just got to stick with it and do it, and then come at yeah. the end of it, and okay, I've got, uh, you know, I've survived it. I came out with, you know, yeah, okay, that's why I, I, feel like I, now I survived that awful experience, and uh, I've I've got the. Um, uh, I've got the uh, grade or yeah. whatever certificate degree, whatever, <laughs> whatever you call it, uh, right? And then I can move on from that. But it was just solid perseverance, just having to stick with it, mm. and, and then just thinking, right? Okay, it's like right. If if I were to quit now, yeah, and it's basically what you just said. You sort of like, well, all that stuff you've got up to that mm. point, you you're not also sort of stopping what you're about to do, but you're yeah. basically chucking all that away as well. I feel at the moment that the amount of effort I put in is minimal. And alright grades, but well, I'm just done. But I don't think I'd ever regret 
this now? Like, why didn't I put more effort in? And because I'm, I'm not there. Like, it's just not me. I don't like doing this. And I'm done. But I would regret quitting. That I know I would regret, which I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. Um, and that's what's getting me through. I think that whatever grade I get, I get. I just want the T-shirt. Like, I survived. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, happy yeah. I'm happy with that. Is all right by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I think we've mentioned you uni and like because you would weren't you debating at some point with Tim like you were gonna go to uni and do music? Yeah, and that was the was... plan. And then as the month that I was leaving school, I got the gig. Mm. And is this the um, the Pink Floyd one? Yeah, and then it was sort of Tim said I'd do that if I were you. <laughs> just don't bother and then I did that guarantee you learn so much more um yeah probably the, the, not to sound big headed but like there would have been no point in going no. to uni to learn about everything that I'd learned already yeah like by then I'd done all of the grades that you could do mm-hmm. and like Tim had just given me all of the all of Tim's uni books, Tim just gave them me. So all of oh. the orchestration books on counterpoint and music theory books, and he just sort of he said, "Just read them." <laughs> there you go. That's it. It's yeah. Mm. I don't regret, it. and I don't really like musicians. Well, you don't call yourself a musician, do you? No, I don't you like the word. I hate it. Yeah, it's one of those. It sort of it just sounds. Um, well uh, I never bothered at school really did I lay him I hate it school I don't know like um, my GCSEs you know I I didn't do the coursework side of it because I just didn't care Mm. and that went towards it which was affected it and then that kind of affected my interest and then halfway through sixth form I just didn't go back one day that is awesome. I love that. Because I was... I, well, I spoke to my teachers, like, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't know how I, I went I didn't that. like their attitudes, because, like, yeah. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get more respect, but they're still shouting at us. Like, um, oh. a year 11 people. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not giving you any aggravation. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm being respectful. Why are, you, why are you shouting at us? I mean, I hate to say... I don't want to sort of generalise here, but I'd say... There are quite a lot, and I know I know this for like the music world, and I imagine it's probably similar for other areas as well. That the only reason that some of those people are lecturers, I'm going to get some flack for this. Do it, do it. Is that they just they weren't good enough to do it Whoa, as okay. a job? Shit, <laughs> they just they just weren't. They or or like I told you about this 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 lady at my uni, like she's. Works to produce on Channel Four and other. But does she? Yeah, yeah, she generally did. (laughs) She was one of one of the only lecturers who gave us the spiel about what she has done in the past and why why she's not doing it now. Yeah, that's a good point, though. Why are these people not doing it? Yeah, because she she does uh, uni like for. Do you think when all this fails, we should do like podcasts? Yeah, we could. How to do a successful podcast? Yeah. Well, don't look at it. <laughs> don't look at us. <laughs> Twelve listeners this week. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We had an email off Spotify. 
You still there? Can I can <laughs> I just say I I tuned into yours. I listened to it incrementally, so a few of those might be me. Oh, um, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> Are they all from Newcastle? Yeah, all, all of them. I hope I haven't deleted it. I don't think I deleted it. It. I saw it the other day. It was off. It was a Spotify, like sort of feedback thing. Let's have a look you, at this. Is it that Spotify year review? No, it was just like um, you need help. I don't know uh, where it is. It. What was it asking? It was just like sort of um, congratulations on this week's downloads. You've hit twelve. Twelve. Twelve downloads. Yeah, that's on Spotify though. We don't. Spotify is our our other. Oh yeah, Spotify and iTunes are the two. Or hey, Apple well, Podcasts is what it I'm was just called. I'm grateful now. people are listening. Yeah. We had a big day la- that last Monday, and I thought, "Fuck it, oh, that's good." Two two hundred and twelve listens in a Shit. day, but it's all one person. So I think just yeah, going through them. Ow. Oh, going through like it's all, you can tell it's Ow. all from one town. Shite, uh. shite, like that for two hundred twelve. Fucking hell, it's got to be something. Just listen yeah. to one of them. It's like the person. Yeah, look at that one day. Can't see. No. <laughs> Squint your eyes. Oh, there. Yeah. Wow, shit. Wow, wait, it looks like a penis. <laughs> it looks like someone's sticking the middle finger up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other, the other days, it's like pretty low. It, it's dire for us, isn't it? No. Look, I have. I, I, I love whoever listens. I don't know. No, I don't. I love the fact that they do listen, and I love making the podcast, so I'm happy. It's feedback for us. We just don't get any. Yeah, we don't. Well, well should we say that now? Yeah. We get the, right, we didn't get any feedback last time, so we're All out. the time before. No, we did get the time oh, before. Did we? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we did. loads of yeah, yeah, time yeah. before. But yeah, we've just yeah. cut listener feedback now. I don't know. It's just embarrassing. We, it is embarrassing. We didn't have any for the um, last Mondays. What did you do? What, what did we talk about? No, like, what, what, do, you, what do you do? When you've well, got we'll have, no feedback. Well, I think we just didn't mention... Sometimes we're like, ah, no one got in touch. <laughs> make, like, a joke of it. Um, and quite... But because every every story that Rob was picking, we were getting an awful lot of feedback on. And then the stuff that I was picking... This yeah. went on for weeks. I mean, actually, a few months, actually. The stuff I was picking, no feedback yeah. whatsoever. And what was that one we did last month where I had like 30 or 40 responses to read out? I remember you saying, like, I think it was, you said, should we see what everybody else thought? And you just sort of went, fucking hell. Like, it's just loads. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened. It's like the yellow pages, just endless. Hmm. But we we just don't get anything <laughs> it does does help though because we're, every Monday well I don't do it anymore but I used to everyone that got in touch for a response when the podcast comes out I'd tag them in a post and then the listenership would go up because people would retweet it like wow I mentioned in a podcast or, they may just ha- or, they'll, ha- or they'll click it so the numbers do go up is that the trick? yeah and I, I, oh, I, 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 I never give feedback to use but I think honestly I don't see it Sometimes, you know. Yeah, I think that's... Like, I don't... Because, obviously, I've started using my own Twitter now. Like, I haven't used the Who Can Convince You one for a week, two weeks now. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. And I don't see any of our stuff. Like, right. if... And I'm following us. Yeah. And I'll... 
I go on to our thing to do the episode out now and da 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 da. Don't see it. <coughs> like I've scrolled and scrolled because I thought, I wonder, did I post it? And I was just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Maybe it should be on my Nothing. phone. Scroll, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. We're down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. But now I fucking hate uni. So there we are. That's my piece. <laughs> that is my piece with it. I've made peace with it. I hate it. I just hate education in general. I, uh, well, in regards to, like, creative studies, I just think it's wrong. I it, don't know how the hell you can teach it. It's hard. It is hard with sort of creative things, because it's all down to taste, isn't it? So, I say, well, it's it's, just, it, I say it's all down to taste. It, it's sort of the end result is all down to taste, but the basic fundamentals are so black and white. When it, how can they be when it's such a <coughs> because it's what you do with them, like the like hundred eighty degree rule in like, film, right? Fuck off! I can do. If you took with this it. book, this is this is like the music bible. Have a look. This is orchestration by Walter Piston, <laughs> and it's sorry, it's just. All of the rules Ooh. of music are in that one book. The rules. Uh, yeah, like, all of the rules of harmony. It is, yeah, like, the, the one... Shall I... Shall I read it? Go on. The true art of orchestra... The true art of orchestra... The... No, they can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> read it. I love that. Orchestration. There you go. I got it. It's sort of written in a way where, you know... it. We've said this on the podcast sometimes about, like, Doctor Who episodes where they write things in ways that people just don't speak. Like, nobody talks like that. <clears throat> the overblown notes from B natural to the first C above the stave, inconclusive, consecutive, and in the clarino register, here is the clarinet in its bright and incentive, warm, expressive feeling. It's like Shakespeare. For the sake of... Uh, it's just it's just written in such a weird like no why you don't talk like that Walter <laughs> it's like what it's a good book though I love it if you did you just randomly talking that's actually how he talks oh yeah well mind you when did it book 19 no oh no this is ancient 18 yeah oh uh Oh, no, 1955. Well, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Keep going, you're nearly there. Content, content, content. Only on WCCY. I, I'm so excited for the day of, like, a hand in the station. That's it, the uni done. What's it on? My station. It is... I've decided to do it on... Um, Oh, cinema and I can't remember exactly, but cinema and video games like how Hollywood wants to like converge the markets, and they have done since like the seventies. Wants to converge these markets, and especially in interest to like interactive film and where that's going. Yeah, so that's why I brought it up this time. Um, it's interesting. Like we get are you talking about like cinema and video games? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, it's like they've always tried to bridge that gap between markets, yeah. and mm. the video games is, uh, I think, isn't it like it's there's more money in it than film and sport yeah. combined. You get the promotional tie-ins. Like there used to be a lot of like really bad video games and movies, didn't there? 
Oh, yeah. And then, like, now it's at the point where the movies are adapting games. It's kind of reversed. Like um, Uncharted. I'm going to see that on the weekend. Yeah. Um, people are saying good things about it. But I've heard nothing but bad things. All right, I've, I've heard good things, but I don't think... Like, I like the Uncharted games, but Tom Holland is, like, he's not very manly. Yeah, it's not, how he, it's not how I pictured... Is a character called Nathan Drake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... It's not masculine enough, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not how I pictured the character. I, I assumed when I saw he was going to get cast, I thought it was like, oh, it's, so it's like Uncharted 3 at the beginning, where yeah. it's like young Nate with uh, yeah. Sully, and they're just starting to heist together, but no, it's good. It goes or as a kid, Nathan yeah, Drake. Yeah, as a kid, because I can, I can see that. But no, doesn't care. I think that's a problem with a lot of... I mean, that's pretty much why... Uh, movies of games that just suck ass because it does not adhere to the source material yeah. doesn't really care about what audiences appeal into which doesn't make any sense um, it's weird like the, the people that love the games like will want something faithful adapted like hmm. like look how awful the Resident Evil movies were I love and them. how loved they're well, shit but I love them look how uh, like disrespectful though the games like they're not they're not Awful. as faithful no it's like, there's no it's hard to compare yeah or they just don't it's like it's, they just don't understand the source material it's like Hitman oh, you know, if you compare Christ, the, the video know. games to yeah. the is that Jason Statham or something no, no, it's, no it's idea it's some now, old bloke that they've gotten yeah um, oh. you know um, what the video games are and what you know what you know appeals to people who love those games and compare them to the movie that they made there's no you don't understand the source material if that's the sort no. and then neither they're trying to adapt it for the wider audience and they're trying to appeal to i mean the people who played the games and have come over to see the film but most times people who play the games and really enjoy the games don't want to film i don't no. understand why they do it i think tv shows are exception um i haven't still haven't seen the witcher but no. I mean, that's not really based off the games, it's based off the books. What but. about animated films? Because with Resident Evil, we've got the yeah. live-action films, but there's a lot of CGI films that are set, that are actually can into the games, yeah. set, in, set in between the games, and you know what? I think they're really well done, respectful mm. of the source material. Um, so there's a bit of like a, a bridge between games and movies. But you'd have to play the games to understand that law. You um, would, yeah. It's it's, it's basically like you're, gi- you're giving your hands a break for four, three hours. Yeah, just, pretty much. Yeah. Same with like. Uh, well, you've also got like uh, I don't know if you ever played like Metal Gear, but I mean, love you, Metal Gear. I know. I've, I stopped. Oh, you were going up was it? Uh, what the the Wotan? Um, or was it? Were you saying Wotan Metal yeah, Gear? Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Rob. I thought that was that's what Wotan was. The super computer was like it is like Peacekeeper. <laughs> But no, apparently not. But I, fi- yeah. I just finished. Oh, I say just. It was like five years ago. I finished Peacekeeper. The next Metal Gear chronologically after that was the it, latest one, and then I had to play the PS so One after Peacekeeper, that. Peacekeeper was that the was that the PSP one? That yeah, was like re- remastered. Yeah, God, I've great. got that. I got I've got like the the trilogy box set. It's on there. Oh, the HD um, collection thing. Yeah, yeah, I played on there. I mean, I love. Um, I kind of zoned out because I love I love the first one and the second one. Um, uh, I, I kind of like. I know everyone loves the third one, Snake Eater or something, but I yeah, kind of like lost that. interest. So I, I started with I. I haven't. I have played them chronologically, so I've not 
Uh, attempt. Yeah, because the Metal Gear 4 is like the last one in the series, isn't it? Apart from yeah, Sons Sun's of Liberty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like the last thing. And they, they released alongside that, um, I think, a limited Oh, wait, we know uh, what's the new one. Uh, the new one is uh, Phantom Pain, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because so that was a split into two parts. And um, wasn't it? Was it released on two two games? Wasn't they it? had a they had a prequel. Yeah, um, I, I think I played that. It was good. Round it was re- really sh- that was it. It was quite short. Yeah, and then yeah. I think it's because yeah. the, the game got delayed or something, so they just thought we'll release this first. Yeah, then they released that, and I played it like a good bit of it, but I just stopped. Yeah, it's a shame. Then they got like Keith Sutherland to do the voice instead. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great anyway. Um, but yeah, like the the fourth one. Came with some editions. I think it came with a Blu-ray, which had like all the cutscenes on it, because it is right, pretty okay. much a film. Like yeah. I think the last cutscene goes on for about an hour and a bit, and like I can see how games can bridge that gap, because there is definitely a market there that hasn't yeah. been tapped yet, and I think that's yeah. where Netflix is doing the interactive um, what a- series and films. But I just don't think that's the answer. What about really interactive cutscenes? Yeah. I think that's the problem. Is they're always novelties. We don't actually have, have a bridge between video games and cinema. Even if there can be one. I mean, the, the, the thing is with those multi-choice uh, programs, I mean, a lot of hard work goes into those. I remember when listening to Charlie Brooker talk about how um, they actually, uh, how they actually planned and structured uh, that Black Mirror episode, mm. and they had to, you know, create specialist software in order to work out how things would branch off and everything like that. So a yeah. lot of hard work goes into it, but at the end yeah. of the day, it is just, it's it's really a gimmick. So I think it'll be one of yeah. those things which it'll come and go, and then it'll probably be like 3D, where it doesn't become a thing, and then they'll try and do some yeah. sort of relaunch of it in maybe mm-hmm. 20 years down the line, but it'll always be a gimmick. And it, it's I think it's striking how fast cinematic processes have been like injected into games when they've been around like 40 years but yeah cinema's been around for about 120 odd years mm. and yeah there's been developments in like narrative and, and technology and stuff like that but not with games it's like now you can be in the game of VR you can um, experience like vast worlds and hours and hours of, of role playing stuff like that yeah. and just the progress there and cinemas have stayed stagnant I think that's Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because to appeal to that wider audience. Don't know, but there definitely is a market that needs to be t- tapped. Because with VR, so sometimes you can get like I know they don't do it with like mainstream films, but um, pretty sure Ridley Scott did it for Covenant. Um, there was actually a scene that was completely three sixty degrees, so you could, if you had a headset, you could watch oh. this scene something like that yeah um, do you think that would be a good way to go like you're at the cinema and you like you can look all around that <sighs> um, lo- logistically you couldn't make a three hour film like that I think the whole point I think it's, it's a probably it's I think it's like commonly maybe James that Cameron will give it a is, crack um, it's a communal thing like you go there with friends and family it's not yeah it's, apart from like big blockbuster films like because if I had the choice to go to the cinema or not, I would not go to the cinema because I just don't like being around with, you know with all the people mm. munching for that. But if my friend invites me, then yeah, I'd rather go yeah. to the cinema. Um, I just you were talking I, about game cutscenes actually, how like they could drag on for so long. Yeah. Um, and 
there's a game called Shenmue on the Dreamcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got that in 98 when it came out. And um, there's the cutscenes. There's something called QT, which is Quick Time Event. Um, yeah. They did it in Resident Evil 5 and a few others. But um, literally, you'd be watching the cutscene. But yeah, you, you have to, you can't just sit down and relax. You have to yeah. you have to pay attention because one of the buttons will appear on screen, and if you don't hit it in time, mm. the action goes the wrong way, and you have to you have to redo it. So uh, I thought that was a that was pretty good. It was really yeah. frustrating. Um, I actually smashed my Dreamcast controller in half because <laughs> I was that frustrated. But, that, but uh, <laughs> and it, like that's been accused of being a gimmick now as well. You don't see it much nowadays. Those quick time events. Yeah. Um, it it it, it, ju- it it changed the dynamic with the cutscenes though. Yeah, you really had you really had to be Definitely, engaged yeah. with them. Um, but I, at the I, same time, why not just make it the gameplay itself? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I I think a big part of it was just time and like the technology of like doing all those animations mm. and all the possibilities. I mean, that's probably a reason why you don't see much today. And loading times as well. You can have these big set pieces without having like a quick time event. Mm. Um, but I, just, I, I think the consensus I've come to is that film is just—it's almost an expectation now that, like sport is, you go there <laughs> to see a match, you go to the cinema to see a film. It's a narrative the start, middle, and end, a three-act structure. That's that medium. When you start mm. bridging gaps, I think it's a whole other medium that launches like. How VR might be one day, and maybe that is the bridge in the uh, in the gap in market. But and where, VR, where do you, where do you think we're going with three D? Because like I know it's like in a died VR is three D. Like that what, is what about thing. like with Avatar? Because like obviously that that was the big boost with three D, and it had all yeah. these um, the whole industry invested in new projectors and shit like that. Um, and every, all the films that came out since then. It's just not the same. It was just a bit of a gimmick. It's similar. It was like yeah. the three D was done in post rather than with the yeah, appropriate yeah. cameras and shit like that. But James Cameron is currently making like Avatar two, three, four, and five, yeah. more or less back to back. Do you think he'll kind of like revive that again? I don't. I don't think he can. No, I think yeah. that's come and gone. Because I know when Avatar came out, a lot of people, it did drum up a lot of interest. And I know a lot of people did go to the cinema. And I've got yeah. like one mate of mine who's not really into movies, but he made a point of going to see Avatar, was raving about it, about the experience of the visuals and everything like that. Yeah. And then very quickly, there was a massive turnaround and then people just weren't interested in yeah. it. See, yeah. I, I find it hard for my eyes to adjust. And if I don't go, I don't want to see it in 3D, but if I don't go in 3D, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Well, Uh, the problem that I have with 3D is this idea that it it, it makes you more engrossed in the movie that you're watching, I think, is nonsense. Because we know that from when you're just watching good ordinary films. Yeah, of it popping out the screen at you and you noticing it's not supposed to do that is the gimmick itself. It's supposed to pull you right out of it. Because so when it comes to 3D, either either it doesn't work, in which case, well, this is a load of crap and it's not yeah. working. So you know, or if it does work and you're just going, "Ooh, this works," you're not really engrossed engrossed in the narrative. You're more distracted, probably. Yeah, yeah. distracted. Yeah. I reckon uh, if James is listening, you know, yeah, I reckon what he's going to do is uh, I don't think he'd bother with the. I don't know. It really depends if he if he feels like wakes up one day and thinks you know yeah I want these in three D and he'll film in three D rather than just you know post processing 
in the editing. But um, mm. it would definitely be in 4DX cinemas, for sure, in 3D. There's no and 4DX, is, is that where the blow bubbles at you? And yeah, and you put in your glasses and the yeah. chair moves and stuff like that. I've never um, been there. We, we've got one in Newcastle. In, mm. I think it's in the Gate Lane. At the cinema there. Oh, City World. Is that what it is now? Because they they've got a they've got a 4DX where the chairs move around and mm. it blows wind in your face. I think. Have they, I know they've got. I think they call it 4X, which is something slightly different. Ah, right, okay. I don't think they've got the, the the 4D, which is what you're talking about. Basically, what 4X is is the screen's a bit more boxier than it normally is. So you've got the main screen in front of you, and then right. screens on the side. Great. Right. Yeah. So then during the course of the movie, yeah. some scenes will be shown on the side as well. Oh, so like almost like well, not quite IMAX, but like. I know what you mean. Yeah, and the idea is that you're so it's to give this feeling that you're being enveloped. Yeah. yeah. I still think the best thing about cinema is the sound that you don't get at home. I I think it it depends on the movies. It depends some if sound you... shite. I've I've noticed that some movies sound really bad in cinemas. Others sound great. I think um I think you're safe though if you go to an IMAX theater. The sound's gonna be great. I think you're yeah. safe there. What are you gonna say, Lee? I'm sorry. No, well, it's, I had a great experience at the cinema earlier this week because I went to see because uh, it's the 50th anniversary of The Godfather, so I went yeah. to the cinema to see that. Which you know, I've seen that you know movie countless times at home. Finally, being able to see it on the on the big screen was absolutely fantastic, yeah. and you know, I was really looking forward to it. Uh, got my seat. You know, th- th- there was quite a few other people there, and you know, you got all these you know bloody twenty somethings coming in with their phones mm. and talking around and going, that "It's going to be awful." Yeah. Soon as the movie started, it's I've never see, I've never been in a f- cinema before where from beginning to end everybody was so engrossed with what they were what they were watching. Mm. You know, there was no talking. Thankfully, there was no people getting their phones out. People weren't moving. People were just yeah. totally transfixed on what they were watching. It was it was great. And that was I, and then obviously there was experience of of being able to see The Godfather in that yeah. way. Um, that was brilliant. Absolutely, I, I, I love stuff like that. It's like the power of cinema. Like it's got that rhetoric, so you're gonna, yeah. it, you have to, um, what's the word? Um, be right, respectful to the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not many films have that nowadays, if any. Like, but then again, yeah. with Marvel films, people now, even if it's not a Marvel film, stay for the credits. It never happens. Never happened before Marvel, but they did it now. It's know, crazy it's how people sort of. still stand up and leave. I don't get it. Oh, you know, in Marvel, Marvel but, yeah, I know. Yeah. Or sometimes they might they'll see a mid credit scene and they'll be like, yeah. Oh well, we'll just go. And I'm looking around. I'm like, where, where are you going? I've got, I've got a new habit now. Where I just search the internet after the film's ended and the credits are rolling. Does it have a post credit scene? Uh, and then you hit spoilers as well. And yeah. Say, oh shit. I love um, how the, the people still have to wait by the door. The whole well, time. That, yeah. that's the thing because I like I like the idea of you know you've seen the whole movie. So to me, it's sort of like seeing it from the beginning to the actual end of the credits. Yeah. You know, you know, because and then also you'd be a bit interested. Oh, I wonder where the locations were, or who did such and such. So you read yeah. that, but also you got the music that's been composed for the credits as well. So it's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and you get you get this time to reflect on the film. Yeah, <laughs> so you've got all that. But uh, I become very conscious. So you know, when you got some of the cinema, the, you get some of the cinema staff. You know, yeah, who've just come into the room and then you're waiting for you to leave. So you and the turn the lights on as well. Oh, yeah, I, I hate that. As soon as the credits show, lights are on, like you're supposed to go. I really don't like that. 
it's uh, but it's just that thing of going because there's been a, there's been a couple of times when I've been and I'm the only one left sitting there just watching the credits. And you're just aware that there's a couple, and they're keeping themselves to themselves. Yeah. But you know they just want to get cracking, and I feel yeah. self-conscious. I got I should leave. Oh no, bollocks! Like you got your ticket. <laughs> yeah. Pay for it. No, and you pay for the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. No. Um, but yeah, I do hate how they turn lights on because I swear, like, it's yeah. so they can get in there and clean. Yeah, I've noticed with Marvel they do turn it off at the end. Yeah, you know, they, they, do, they turn them back down, don't they? Yeah. I hate. Do you ever go and uh, they just forget to turn the lights off? So yeah. like, you'll be a few minutes into a film, yeah. and like, there's a there's a spotlight in your face. Uh, exit like, signs te- piss me off. He's got green yeah. splodge on the bottom right. Yeah. I went to a movie once and they didn't switch the lights off at all, and everyone wow. was just sitting there like a lemon. And then so I went to get up, and then the people sitting on my right were arguing with the fact of, well, why are you moving for? So we'll just sort the lights out. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not supposed to be like, you're supposed to actually see the film, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I went and uh, I just switched, I switched the lights off myself. No <laughs> way. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed to. You're supposed to get, but I clocked where they were and it went, well, <laughs> you know, I just switched them off and come in. Uh, and they just went, all right, thank you very much. And went, yeah, you're not complaining now. But... <laughs> Brilliant. Um, one more thing I would say about cinemas that I don't understand. Uh, I, I'm, I'm big into my marketing. I find it all very interesting. But I don't understand how... Uh, like if, I think View uh, is one of the worst. Where before the film starts, they will show you endless trailers of the cinema that you're in. And like why you should go to View. Like, I'm here. I don't understand why. Yeah. And it is more than ever, like this is why you come to view. And I, I get that they're desperate because the like the whole industry is like kind of fading out. Like there's not yeah. enough people, not enough people there. They're having to make money off the foods, and people don't want to buy the food. It's mm. so it's a weird position to be in. So they need to like they need to push to do something. But their but trailers yeah, are right. on for ten minutes of. You know when you've got a DVD or a Blu-ray or something, and it, ha- it yeah. has that, the copyright information which you yeah. cannot fast forward. And when I know it, you know, I bought it. It's one yeah. of the good things about when you used to buy copy versions; they never had the copyrighted stuff, so you didn't have to skip. Yeah. Sort of like, it's, it's a similar equivalent of that. You know what I didn't get? Um, I remember a DVD trailer um, on a VHS. And it was this. It was like showing you the side by side comparison. On a like, VHS. How, how how can I see the difference? That's <laughs> it actually looked better as well. They just made it look shit on the left. I think. Oh, like purposely more shit <laughs> on the left. It's like uh, the right one is actually what VHS looks like, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. That was the thing about cinema as well, like because with VHS, well, obviously we're missing a lot of the picture as well. If it was in like a lot of the um, a lot of the movies were. Not just cropped, but pan and scan to yeah. get different characters as well. Um, so it wasn't the way it's intended. So you go to the cinema, um, like I, I think I went to see Alien, and I'd only ever seen it on VHS. So I went to see that at the cinema, and that was good. I got to see more of it. Yeah. Man, that looks lovely on VHS, though. Aye. <laughs> it's a gritty, horrible feel. Like uh, we watched the original Texas Chainsaw, didn't we, on the projector, <clears throat> Super 8. Mm. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. We had to stop the film because all the dust was collecting on the lens. Well, that's what you want. It's a gritty, nasty, yeah. horrible film. Yeah. What was the last VHS I watched on the projector? Like, I, wa- I think it was like it was an Eddie Murphy um, or The Golden Child or something. I put that on the projector, but it was VHS and it kind of... It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got... 
where people love vinyl for the texture. I love, I love uh, film reels for that texture as well. They are shit. They look terrible. Well, if you keep them good, if they've been kept in good nick, they don't look bad. But yeah, I love them, and they don't get taught in film, in film studies in uni. Don't know why. They like they, they stop at VHS and don't go any anywhere behind that. It's like nothing else exists. Uh, home movie watching, like they do not talk about Super 8 or sixteen, at least not in Salford. See, I've uh, got so many different formats in the loft. I've got like even got like high eight and then digital eight and mini DVI, and I've got brilliant. so many different different kind of cassettes. Um, and then like like I think it was after I stopped trying to film stuff, it all went to, like digital, and it was like because mm-hmm. back when I used to do it, you'd have to like you get like a firewire cable and you got to transfer it in real time. And then all the editing stuff was all, and it was all standard definition, and um, it's, it's so much easier now. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's it's like I, I I miss it. I miss the hard way because now now everyone can make some make a film on the phone better than we yeah. ever could, and people don't. I don't know. I feel like when you had to really push to get that kind of make sure when you had to push to be good. creative. Yeah. Like you only have this reel of film. Otherwise, you have to save all your money again and buy another reel. Like you I feel have like to make I... this shot at least worthwhile doing. Like, don't film until you're ready. Mm. Uh, obviously, that's gone now. You don't need to worry about that. As long as you've got space on your hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't like uni. <laughs> Bit of a sidetrack there, but yeah. Um, oh, we've got any topics left? I've done with mine. I got one of mine. Has anyone got any left? No. No? Space colonization. Brilliant. Fantastic. I'm in. Sign me up. So, uh, might happen, might not. <laughs> Um, thoughts? Where? Where? Like, where? are we being well, Martians? Are we being Martians? Yeah, well, are we going on Mars and like Matt Damon? And what about further than that? What if like I think like a thousand years and we've kind of colonized more? We're, we're going to like Andromeda. We're going over there, seeing what's out there. Let's not go that far. Let's oh, no, just no, no, say no, the <laughs> Uh, let's say let's say let's say we've kind of conquered the Milky Way. Okay, and we've got um, we're going on a holiday to like Planet X. Is that yeah. what it's called? Do you like, think? Um, do you think we've got a future? Keep, and, and have we got an obligation to keep life alive? Should we be seeding it out there? Like obligations to find more life? No, to seed life. <laughs> um, if if we're all there is, should we be sending people out there? I mean, yeah, it's human. It's human existence to do that. To question, no doubt, we'll we'll try. That's the whole point, isn't it? To find out more. Mm. Like, there's no doubt that we will at least try our hardest to get there. Don't know when. Couldn't tell you. I'd, oh God, I wish it was in my lifetime. It won't be. But well, we've talked about this, haven't we, Harold? About aliens and what we want to expect. Mm. What's worse? What's best? I'm all down for the greys. A typical grey. Just a little a little little man with a big bug eyes little and man. 
big, big long fingers and like probing stuff like that. If they're out there, or they've already co- already come, brilliant. I'm in, and I want to colonize with them. I think they'll be all right. That's my that's my two cents. I'll just stay here. I'll just stay here. There's no real reason to go out there, is there really? No. I'll just stay no. here. I think it'd be wise to send robots first. Have a scout around, see what you can find. Or twenty send prisoners first. That's a bit mean, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no guys going sentence ends in two years, but go on anyway. If well, if the if someone offered you to live on a different planet for the rest of your life now, would you? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, there's no. too much here. That's true. Yeah, that. I'd have to think about it for a day. I'll have to get back to you. Yeah. I'd love to say yeah. But it's like say say you go and live on Mars in like a box for the rest of your life. Then you're not gonna you're not gonna really meet anyone to kind of rub it in their faces like huh, yeah. I live on Mars. <laughs> And everyone's kind of living it up here. I'd definitely do it in retirement. Be great. I feel like Thanos. Like I'm done now. Sit yeah. on Mars for a bit. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Um, Le- Liam? Just, do I want to live on another planet? Yeah, and space colonisation in general. Um, no, I don't think I'm quite happy here on it. Yeah, I think I'll just I'll, I'm quite happy just staying here. There's enough to explore on on this planet, which I haven't even you know, I haven't even come close to experiencing without uh, popping off to. I mean, if I had the opportunity to to, to visit the moon, oh, yeah. as long as I could come back, yeah, then yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be quite happy to do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm quite happy here and. You know, uh, you know, there's that thing of going. We haven't even explored the, the deepest depths of the oceans, type mm. thing. So there's there's enough to be getting on 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 this planet without wanting to go to Mars and probably go. Is this all there is? A bit disappointing. Um, it's a bit it's a bit weird when you when you look at that huge strive that was trying to take you know that, that started to take place in the 50s, the 60s, and the early 70s of you know, getting artificial satellites, right? We can do that. Uh, we can get animals into space, and this is not necessarily ethical, but that can happen. Then you get man, then we can land on the moon. And then it just, and then, you know, you've got the International Space Station, which is no longer going to be a thing very soon. Hey, why? Are they launching it into the sea? Yeah. It's going to let us, let, yeah. It's going to let it go. Why? Was... Are, they, are, they, are they making something new? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, they may yeah. do, but there doesn't seem to be any. Because it's in a, it's in a decaying orbit, so it's always going down, oh. and they keep they keep boosting it up, and they're just going to let it fall. I was going to hand him me a CV. So yeah. uh, I mean, Rob, you're a lot more clued up than than this than I am. But uh, I mean, I don't know what NASA will are specifically. They want to stick to the, the the private sector for like space stations and stuff. Um, and there's there was talk of like this this kind of like having a hub in between Earth and the Moon, and that could be a launch spot for going mm. to other planets. Uh, but, the, is... but it seems to me that this whole, you know, the, the scientific endeavour of exploring uh, space be, beyond, you know, launching artificial satellites, which is still interesting, you know, we've got artificial satellites going out into the, you know, the furthest reaches and we're getting images back, which is which is great and interesting. But in terms of, I'm not really aware of any serious attempts of trying to get man back onto the moon and then 
Mm. That, that beyond well, that's strange, it hasn't happened, but in such a length of time. Yeah, I think, I think that some of the most remarkable things to happen is probably Hubble telescope looking at like the the deep field pictures of all the all the galaxies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in like the in like the low spectrums and um, finding exoplanets, um, planets around other suns, because now. Yeah. Um, not only can we physically see them, but we can look at the sunlight that goes through the atmosphere of that planet and determine what the atmosphere is like yeah. as well, which is kind of mind blowing. Uh, like how, how do they do that? Uh, yeah. And I know that we were getting a better understanding of things called uh, getting a better understanding of black holes and things as well. So there's still stuff that we're learning, but in terms of again, as you know, getting people to. I mean, I, I know that it's not easy, but getting people to Mars, there doesn't seem to be any real interest in that. No, it feels more like a practical feat. I think my interest is more like the observation and understanding of stuff. Like, we'll learn more. Just just looking. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we should go to the moon again. Not until it's, like, easy to do and relatively not too expensive. Because <laughs> there's nothing there. It's just craters. Hopefully. Mm. I'd I'd rather put all our resources go to Mars. Well, there's nothing there. Yeah, but we haven't been to Mars. It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> there might be something there. Might be little, little lakes. Might be a little lake that they haven't found yet. Little greys, little Martians. If right, if there was the option right now, one way ticket to Mars. It's now or never, and no one will ever be able to go again. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a decision that you would very quickly regret. No doubt, but I'm on Mars. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only one ever to be there. I'm alright with that. That's pretty cool. Again, you couldn't, like, do, the, you you couldn't do the podcast. Open. There'd be so much lag yeah. for the podcast. He's on Mars. Although that is on our uh, Kofi. <laughs> Send me into space trying to find the lost media. For Doctor yeah. Who. You're 1% there. Yeah, we'll get there. We will get there. It's a, it's a long road. <laughs> One that's doable. Ten million. So close. <laughs> it's a W. It's a C. Not a a I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover. I think. I've had fun. It's been cool. I think it's been awesome. You had fun? Yeah. We've all had fun. <laughs> We're all happy. <laughs> Brilliant. Le- Lehman House <laughs> 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 Alright. <laughs> um, Alright then. Well, thanks very much for coming on. Rob and Liam. It's been cool. Have you, have you done your plug? We haven't yeah. done our plug. Liam's got his own plug as well. Oh, now's the time. It's you only in it. single figures, people listening to it. You're doing fantastically with 12 listeners. <laughs> like, wow, I've got five. Um, yeah, so I'll just. Uh, Recently, at the beginning of the year, I launched a, a podcast of mine called Motion Picture Podcast, um, where it, it's a solo thing where I'm just uh, discussing various movies. So I've done the 1989 Batman, The Long Good Friday. There's a couple of others. And then I'm also doing the James Bond films. Um, all of them? Yes, but not all, not, not all together. I'm sort of... <laughs> rock, You're doing them in thing. chunks, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, but, doing, I'm doing them in chunks. Right. Yeah. Um, so at the, at the time of recording I've done the first three so the next one I'll be, uh, it'll probably already be out uh, by the time this podcast comes out but uh, Thunderbolt's the next one 
So that's on uh, Spotify at the minute. Is it getting on the other platforms? Uh, yeah, so it's on Spotify. It's hosted uh, by Acast, and if you just search for Motion Picture Podcast, you'll be able to find it. Interestingly, uh, someone on YouTube has started their own podcast with the exact same name. Bastards. <laughs> yeah, no. so try not to get, get confused. But I'm not on YouTube, so should be fine. But yeah, if you search for me on Spotify and Acast. And... Is, it, is it a podcast if it's exclusive to YouTube? Mm. Not really. Yeah, it would be, it's like a video cast or something, isn't it? I'm going to say no. No. Yeah. It's a fake one. It's a fake one. Yeah, it's yeah. a fake yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, well, should we mention ours? Cloisterbellpodcast.com? I think you just have, but yeah, carry yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, we do. Uh, meant to be weekly episodes, but it's not at all, is it, Liam? Well, well it's, no, no so, sometimes it is. We go through these bursts of managing to get the schedule, and then something will happen which, you know mucks the scheduling up a bit yeah we try and be a weekly podcast we've been doing quite well actually recently yeah so at the moment it's a weekly podcast <laughs> yeah keep it going for a bit <laughs> uh but we're on our 90 odds so if you haven't listened to it there's a, there's quite a fair backlog to keep you busy yeah we'll make it to 100 yeah, yeah. oh and, and just to be clear it's doctor who that's what a review yeah on that one <laughs> have, you, so, have you ever went back and listened to your first episode it's so oh. bad. <laughs> so bad. I remember doing it. Uh, we had ten attempts just to actually just start the damn thing. Can't stop laughing or getting uh, like it wrong. Us. Mm. It is it's, hot. It's I don't. Crazy. One day, I think we should go back and listen to it. Uh, no, I'm okay. I'll do it on my own then. <laughs> is it bad, Rob? The very first one. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, should I put it on? No. maybe we'll do like a replay of bits of it on the 100th yeah I was thinking the same thing with ours be horrible yeah funny though I hate our old intro sorry it's not about us it's about your podcast sorry what was our old uh, old thing I'm just should I just play it I can't even look at this welcome to (laughs) Christopher a new podcast celebrating the past present and future of Doctor Who (laughs) <laughs> not a bad theme it's not bad I quite like that yeah, yeah. I felt like I should have been doing drugs listening to that <laughs> I like that um, I'm not going to put ours on this is embarrassing can I, can I put yours on no we'll save that one we'll save it we'll save it we'll save, for? It. We'll save it you're just putting um, it off uh, I think we're deleting it tomorrow aren't we so. <laughs> Um. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, anything else you want to say for your podcasts? I don't think so. I think. Yeah, I think nah. uh, are you are you going to join us for the hundredth? No. No. <laughs> we'll see if we're around. See. Probably be ill that day. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be there. We'll be cool. there. Yeah. We'll oh, be. thanks for yeah. having me. We'll pop in. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us today. Alright. Cheers. Time. It was lovely. Thank you, thank you. That's been great. Thanks very much. See you round. Bye, Rob. Bye, bye, Liam.
Bye. 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 You can send in your feedback, comments and suggestions by contacting us on Twitter at WhoCanConvince, email us at mail at wccy.co.uk or visit www.wccy.co.uk. Be sure to leave the podcast a rating and a review on your podcast platform. For bonus content and access to the podcast Discord server, consider supporting us on Ko-fi. You can find all the links and information on the WCCY website. Thanks for listening and thank you for your support. Thank you.